I'll tell you what, man, it does not get any better than this Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Sirius XM, the Dan Patrick Channel. I know him. The godfather of sports radio. These guys are the greatest tag team since the British Bulldogs. What do you think, Chaz? I think that's a really, really dated reference. That's what that is. Don't be a knucklehead, all right? If you're going to do that, talk about Miss Robin, call her Miss Elizabeth, and you're George Animal Steel. Hey, Tony. This is the Tony Bruno Show. This is serious. And now here's Tony Bruno. Oh. It is the day we've been waiting for. For what, 16 years, it seems, it since feels uh, that the way. football season ended. We were in Miami for the Super Bowl. Hello there, kids. It is Thirsty Thursday. It's draft day. You know how we always start draft day, Harry. It's, uh, there's only one tradition, like, unlike any other. Or if you're Harry Mays, what do you do on a draft day or Thirsty Thursday? Two cups of vodka, good vodka, and a big pitcher. Just pour it right in. Boom! <laughs> Barefoot contestant knows what's up. Absolutely. And, and most importantly, the new motto of the show should be on our, uh, right on our business cards. If we're going to die, let us die drunk, at least. Exactly. If we're going to die, let us die drunk, at least. Exactly. There's a heavy theme in all of yes, those. Yes, there really is. People are buying those T-shirts, man. They're yeah. loving those T-shirts. At the Tony Bruno Show store at TonyBrunoShow.com. I don't want to start off pimping product. But, I mean, if Why not? Was... Everybody else does. <laughs> and, you know, pimping ain't easy. Exactly. Tony Bruno, Harry's, <laughs> Harry Mays, Miss Robin here. It is draft day. The first day where there is significant... Sports to talk about. Now, there's a lot of stuff that's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the, the, the last dance was significant because yeah. everybody saw it. Everybody was talking about it, even though it was stuff that happened in the past. Right. But today there will be actual concrete developing situations tonight in the National Football League, Harry. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to do with games. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of times I feel like the NFL's offseason is as compelling as when they're playing the game. Absolutely. As soon as the season ends and you got free agency. Right. And then you got – Well, you uh, got Black Monday first. Black Monday. Yeah, Coaches all get yeah. fired. And then you've got all the – and then the combine comes up. Mm-hmm. And then you got the potential of free agency. And then the schedule is released but without the dates. Right. And that's going to happen next uh, May 9th, according to uh, what we've been reading. And so that's why football stays in the limelight. 365 days a year, and the NFL's got it done right. College football, obviously, you know, it's a big, big deal. But there's a dark time in college football. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not much college football talk going on now. The only question in college football is, are they going to play? play? Yeah. In the NFL, whether they play or not remains to be seen, but they've got to conduct the business. And of all the leagues, Harry, that have been affected, and everybody, everybody has, the NFL is the only one that's been able to do their business. Free agency continued. Signings continued. You know, coaches' scouting continued. And they took some heat for it. Absolutely. You know, I mean, when, when they were conducting free agency, people were outraged. How dare you conduct, you know, People are outraged business. nowadays, Harry? Yeah. Are you yeah. serious right now? Have you not looked at social media, Tony? <laughs> I try not to, Harry. I just go on there to poke fun and get people outraged. That's what I do. Well, I'm getting ready for the show every morning at 9 a.m. here in the East. I'm on, you know, I'm dabbling. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm writing my little notes down, stories. Right. And then I'll go on and I'll see somebody and I'll trigger them. And then they get all crazy. I'll say something like, what's wrong with going out 
And then all of a sudden, oh, my God, mm. how dare you tell people to go outside, Tony? What's the matter with you? Aren't we supposed to tell everybody to stay inside and stay safe? We need more celebrities to cry on TV from their mansions and tell us. If I hear one more, Harry and I were talking about I'll this before the what. show, Robin. If I see one more celebrity jump on my TV screen and tell me that we're all in this together, we're not. You're sitting in a mansion. I'm sitting in a basement in South Philly. We are not in this with me. We're not in this together when we're walking through parking lots with damn gloves everywhere all over the country. Broken syringes. Exactly. So enough of that. The irony of there being Earth Day yesterday (laughs) and the amount of trash that are people are just the the, the gloves and the everything is thrown all over the place. Robin and I went out at eight o'clock this morning. We wanted to go get some provisions. No booze, just, you know, eggs and the basic necessities, not toilet paper. We have now. Did you wear your gloves and your mask? Gloved up. I'm all gloved up. I double bagged it. You got to be careful now. One glove's not enough. And so you go into the store and, you know, you spend $300 on provisions. Right. And there's no alcohol, wine, or anything. No, in the no, store. no. This is just food, toiletries, you know, plastic bags. Toilet paper. No, we have toilet oh, paper. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. I bought Let me a couple tell of you, tractor trailers we, worth a couple of months we ago. We got the bidets about a year ago. <laughs> Our tw- TP consumption has yeah. gone down dramatically. Yeah, but you guys just go to the toilet now a lot, like just for the heck of it. Just oh, yeah, for it the does bidet. feel good. Just for the bidet. Just like an undercarriage wash yeah, a couple times sure. a day. That keeps you really going now, you know, when you're down in the dump, so to speak. <laughs> got to get all that salt out of there. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, you know, it's like car. your car. Yeah. In the wintertime when you got snow and ice and then salt and all then that the bottom of your car. Oh. oh, man, that's what I hate about living in the northeast part of the United States. We're in there's snow. I mean, we got the fancy one. It heats up your seat. Oh, It oscillates back and forth. It's nice. Maybe I'll take the second hour of the show off and go in the bathroom. We may actually do a show from in there. Oh, yeah? We'll have Harry remotely mic'd up. There's a shower in there, There's too. There's a shower. We got yeah. the whole... If, we are, if we're going to stay here forever, mm-hmm. if we're never going to be allowed out, maybe for 18 months, what better place? We've no. got provisions. We've got a bunker. We've got a shower. We've got a washer and dryer down here. We've you got, got a munitions. sofa bed. <laughs> i got a wet bar. we got wine. we got beer. We, we have vodka. more vodka coming. Mm. we got yeah. a case of, of provisions coming on Sunday, a very special Sunday oh, delivery yeah. for Harry Mays. You don't get this kind of treatment anywhere else. No, I know, I know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I, fi- I finalized that uh, transaction today, actually driving down here. Did you did you do it on the – you weren't, like, driving and you're on your phone, were yeah, you? Yeah, of course, on not Bluetooth. Only, not only does Harry have his own sources, but he's utilizing our sources as well. And now they're my sources. Yes. Yeah. He's very happy. <laughs> See, no, you think all of these NFL draft guys have sources. Yeah, Nobody's right. Nobody's got better no. sources than we do. I mean, what's the matter with these people? <laughs> Still ahead, coming up today, we'll obviously talk a lot of draft. Now, Harry has also crafted his own first-round mock. Right? I, actually, I have not. I, I'm I thought t- I saw you tweet this morning that you have your first-round mock draft. Ready. No, no, no. I, I was just uh, you know, teasing Eagles fans oh. with a, what if I told you? Oh. You know, like yeah. after the first two days of the draft, the Eagles end up with this guy, this guy, and this guy. <laughs> And I got a lot of reaction. That's good. You know, that's the people. A lot of it negative. Well, that's of course it is. Where do we live? <laughs> anyway, I'll be booing along with everybody else tonight while we watch the draft. You gonna I, boo the commission? Uh, of course you do. Yeah. You boo them when they're at home. I told you I got speakers already set up outside the house. So as soon as the Eagles make their pick, whether they make a trade, and this will be happening all over the country. Right. Roger Goodell must be booed, and he must be booed hard. I don't know why. 
I mean, also we have a compilation of Jet fans. That's the other thing I sent Robin. The New York Jet, my buddy, the Fun House up there. You know the Fun oh, House. Oh, sure, yeah. On Twitter, he used, he used to basically make fun of Mike Francesa every day. On a daily basis. By playing his own actual words right. and video. He's not, like, taking stuff out of context. So now he has a compilation of New York Jet fans over the years reacting to the draft picks at uh, Madison Square Garden in the, in, where the draft was going on year after year after year. And it's multiple commissioners. That's how far back this goes. Okay. So you got Tagliabue, right? You, you got, got Tagliabue, but before Tagliabue. Ro- you got Roselle? Uh, yes, Pete Roselle. When I was doing the draft at ESPN, Pete Roselle was the commissioner. Wow. And then Paul Tagliabue, and then, of course, Goodell. So you got Pete Roselle making picks for the Jets, and the Jet fans are booing. Mm-hmm. Every single one, no matter who it was, Ken O'Brien, you can go way oh, back. Oh, yeah. What was that, 84? <laughs> go right? way back, yeah. back in the time. So that's funny. We'll play that. <laughs> Plus, we have one of the things I noticed this morning. You know, you see when you look at the trends on Twitter and you see, like, famous names, like Alex Trebek. Mm. And what's the first thing you think of? I would have thought that maybe he passed, he passed away because right? yeah. he has the cancer. Exactly. Right? And he's made a couple of comebacks. Well, Don't in, call it a comeback. He's in remission, supposedly, but you never know. All oh, right. right. I mean, and so know. when you see when you see stuff like Fred the Godson, you know, I'm like, I don't know Fred the Godson. I know the Godfather. Mm-hmm. Now he's a rapper, and he apparently has died of uh, COVID nineteen, but I really don't know much about him. But mm-hmm. you know, it says R.I.P. Fred the Godson. Right. And so people see that. But when you see Tommy Lasorda was trending this morning. Well, yeah. And what do you think of when you see Tom, not Tommy Lasorda, I'm sorry, Vin Scully. Well, yeah, he's in his 90s. 92 years old. So is Tommy Lasorda is also 92. So you see Tommy Lasorda's name. You see any famous person's Mm -hmm. name trending. Sadly, the first thing you think about. Oh, no. Are they dead? Yeah. Like when I see my name trending, then I know I'm dead. Because I shouldn't be trending for any reason, any way, shape, or form. I saw Johnny Manziel's name trending today for is he some dead? reason. No, he's alive. His career is, but I mean, yeah. he's, he's, he's not. <laughs> so anyway, we'll have. Everybody waits for him, and now today he will be here and he will release it. The great John McMullen with his mock draft. And it's not just a Philadelphia Eagles mock draft. No, no, no. It's a National Football League mock draft, Harry. He will have all the selections, and he will guarantee his picks. And then speaking of picks and people jonesing, the Philly Godfather making his first appearance on this program, on the national show, on Sirius XM, because there are things to bet on, mm-hmm. and you can bet on the draft. Tonight, yeah. And he will give us some hot props. Will he release a guaranteed stone-cold lock on the show at no additional charge to you, the Tony Bruno Show, Harry Mason? I'm listening. sure he's going to have one, at least one lock. He's got to be firing right oh, now. Yeah. Well, he's going to be firing for the Bundesliga, too, coming up yes. in a couple of, That's couple of days. We just told you the other day that uh, Oktoberfest has already been canceled in Munich, Germany, in September when they actually do Oktoberfest. You know, they don't do Oktoberfest in October. They do it in September. Mm. Only the schmucks in this country do it in October. It's right, leading Robin? up to... Exactly. But I didn't even realize that. Robin told me. Now, I've been to Munich, but I was never there for an Oktoberfest. Yeah. Well, we, we, I've never I been I mean, there. if you're going to have a drinking festival, you're not just going to have it on one day. You're going to designate like Mardi Mardi a Gras is month fan. to it. It's like Lent. Mardi Gras is the last day. It starts the Lenten right. season. Right, That's right. the end of the 
party session, and then after Fat Tuesday, you're supposed to go into fasting. So with Oktoberfest, it starts when in September and goes um, through the month of October? Let me see. Hold on a second. I, I don't know the exact The point state. is, okay. Oktoberfest is already canceled, right? but the Bundesliga Soccer League says, screw that, we're playing games on May 9th, baby. Right. Well, yeah, that'll give Germans something to do at home and drink. While they're drinking. Right, and just watch. and they're going to play without fans. Right. Now, of course, they have to get the government's uh, approval first. Mm. Why would they announce it and then say, well, we'll wait for – that's the old saying, it's better to do it and then ask for forgiveness. Later, yeah. Right? Would you like the official – Then ask permission yes. prior. It's yeah. better to do it and then ask for forgiveness Correct. than to ask for permission and then be turned down. Officially, Oktoberfest begins on the second to last Saturday in September. At noon, specifically, when mm-hmm. the mayor of Munich taps the first barrel at the Schüttenhamel tent. Right? What? 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 <laughs> It looks like Schottenheimer tent. What is that? Schottenheimer is the guy who kicks off Oktoberfest. How about that? And he says, oh, zapft is. It's open. And then the festival concludes, ends the first Sunday of October following German Reunification Day on October 5th. Wow. It's only a one-week celebration. I'm waiting for Governor Wolf to say, (laughs) oh, zapft (laughs) is. We got a lot of stuff today. Of course, John McMullen will talk about the draft. It is draft day. No, uh, we're not going to bring in what's-his-name to do a recreation of his movie. Uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner will not be appearing on the show Not a bad movie, though. No, it's a good movie. It was a decent sports movie. Dick Vitale later on, baby. It's going to be awesome. He's a primetime player, baby. Dickie. Dickie B. The, uh... Bundesliga is now talking with the Baltimore Orioles about what it's like to play in front of no fans. I think they're getting <laughs> oh, wow. They're getting Who gets credit for that. That's blast. the great AJ in Cincinnati with an epic blast. Oh, that's a good one. John McMullen coming up, Philly Godfather. We got to figure out who won the fan contest. The new Tony Bruno fan, the pick a name one. The poll is up on our web, on the Tony Is it Bruno official sh- now? At TonyBruno.com. I mean, at Tony Bruno Show on Twitter. You can vote on that. At the end of the show, we will pick the winner of the What Do We Name the New Tony Bruno Wine Cellar Fan mm-hmm. that is here right now. So a whole bunch going on. Stick around. We're just getting this party started. It is draft day. It's Thirsty Thursday. That's a dangerous combination on this program. Stick around. By the way, Tony, you did not send me the Jets thing. It is not in my... All right, I'll find it. (laughs) I thought I did. Nope. Nope, nope. (laughs) I double-checked, and it is not in there. It's at Funhouse. I thought I did. I'm sorry. Okay. Glad you didn't ask for it right now. No, no, I wouldn't do that at the... (laughs) No, you would never, never spring it on me. Uh, Oh, yeah, see, Mr. Funhouse... uh, Hey! He got a... She heard my shout-out. Somebody heard... The mask is on me now. Oh, it's because it's on that camera. That's why. What do you have on your head? What do I have on my head? It's like a... Pinocchio dancing on your head? I don't know. Oh, is that an elf on the shelf? It's not even Christmas. See, there it is. Look at that. Yeah. The elf on the shelf. The elf on the shelf dancing on my head. You know why? Because now, how I did that happen? Can't. So there is a, a special thing on Twitch that they can put masks on you, but I can only designate one camera at a time to do mm. that. And this camera that is on me now used to be on Tony, mm. and I d- didn't redesignate the uh, camera shot. 
<clears throat> I don't even remember how to do that, to tell you the damn truth. I'm asking a fan, a fun house if I could run the bit. Yeah, I got my B Baylor football polo on today. Oh, you do? Yeah. You only have two two layers? Yeah, only two. Oh, because yeah. you don't really care Where about getting sweat on Where did you get that? Did you get that, that from yeah. Matt Rule? Yeah. Oh, beautiful. It's in honor of Denzel Mims going oh, in the first round sometime tonight. Because apparently that shirt is not as precious to him as his shirt that he was wearing yesterday that he had to have a barrier in between him yes. and it. Well, yeah. That was RLX wear. Yeah. This is just Nike. I don't <laughs> this care about Nike. Care it. Yeah. it can get schwitzy. Yeah. <laughs> Swift? Yeah. You'll probably go 20 to 30, somewhere in there. Here it is. Here's I the would video. think. Here's the video. I'm going to send it to you. Is it Bob Lee? Yeah, that's this is what goes way back. These are all the drafts in New York. Who's that other guy with? That's, him? Is that that's, yeah, Kuiper. Yeah, okay. that's Mel Kuiper, draft expert. Yeah. When the hair was really puffed up. Yes. He's calling us. Why do I feel like I'm forgetting something? Because I'm sure I am. See, we have our our resident cat hanging out. Um, <laughs> Pacanine said, my neighbor just told his kids that the elf on the shelf didn't make it through the pandemic. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> oh, those poor kids. Harry and Matt rule best buds. They BFFs, are good buds. They worked together for uh, an Four years. Yeah. Baylor, I didn't even kiss, kiss her. her. Oh. <laughs> That's a yeah. good one there, TMCD215. Bin Laden is trending, too. Is he really? Yeah. Is he dead again? <laughs> no, isn't it his son? It's a different Bin Laden, isn't it? Uh, he's not trending, though, so it doesn't matter. Okay. All right, I just sent you the Funhouse video. Robert. All right. Um, isn't it? A, it's a different <laughs> Bin Laden, I believe. Let's see. Uh, oh, no. So this is what its documents were unsealed showing that Bin Laden plotted to assassinate President Obama to throw the U.S. into crisis while making Joe Biden president because Bin Laden noted that Biden is totally unprepared for the role, supposedly. All right. Well, that, that's I didn't even know that that was trending. Yeah, it's that's, not trending that's on my why page. it's trending because there was these notes. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Ah, yes, we'll have a... Uh, you know who's, uh, who's going to be really pissed off right about now, Harry? Right about now? Yeah. Uh, the Twitch people. No, no, they're always pissed off. Oh. LeBron James. Because right now, if the NBA season were going on, you know, we'd be talking playoff oh, matchups yeah. and all the other stuff. You know, when you talk NBA, LeBron's name always comes first. Sure. But right now, you know who's stolen his thunder as we get ready for John McMullen to join us here? Tom Brady now. Every day, Tom Brady is Tom Brady has replaced LeBron James as the poster child of everything sports. 
you know, we had Michael Jordan the other night, mm-hmm. obviously, but Michael Jordan is not active anymore. This is all history. Right. But that'll come up again on Monday after the episode Sunday night. Exactly. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying that no matter what, since Tom Brady, since the whole season ended and the whole, is he going to play? Is, is he, he gonna going back to New back? England? Yeah. And so that became an all off-season drama-filled thing every day mm-hmm. and now every day something else is happening you right. know he's a video with with Gronk and there he is in a playground and he tweeted out something funny today about wow I gotta find that tweet I, I saw it earlier he even tweeted out mocking everything he said wait yeah. a minute trespassing in a stay in a park going into breaking into someone's home right well he went to the wrong house I know we'll have that update he's now the new Florida man yeah you know how Robin does a Florida story yeah. every day yeah basically Tom Tom Brady is Florida man trespassing in trespassing trespassing in parks, breaking and entering, just making myself at home in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, and yeah, then he has yeah. the crying tears right. coming out of his face. And you see, I wrote to him, "How dare you!" I love that one with the two chicks screaming at the, mm-hmm. somebody. How dare you? <laughs> wow. So anyway, Tom Brady pretty much owns the city of. He can do anything he wants. He's not going to get cuffed. And taken out of Tampa, is he? No, hell no. He breaks into somebody's house. Now, Gronk might get cuffed and taken well, out of Tampa Bay. I, I think he would As long as he's that. back in time for training camp. Uh, Gronk will be the first guy to request being cuffed. Right, right. He'll say, oh, I, was, I thought I was in some chick's house, and I was going to go in there and work out with some wrestling buddies of mine down here in the Tampa area. Because, you know, the WWE guys, a lot right. of them, Orlando is the They're in that area, though. Yeah, yeah, they're all real close by. And now social media is ablaze with... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Julian Edelman uh, rumors that he might want out and want to go reunite Everybody with Tom wants and out of New England. Yeah. Nobody wants to go there anymore. It's too popular. All right, let's go to our man who's very popular, especially today. It's like it's got to be like Christmas Day for this guy. Is it Christmas Eve? No, it's got to be Christmas Eve. Because Christmas Day, you already know what your presents are. Christmas Eve, you gotta, you're anticipating opening up the box. As we all say, uh, what's in the box? What's in the box? His man, this man, of course, he is the National Football League. He is our own John McMullen, who has his mock draft. He only does one. He only does one. And he's ready to fire, as the Philly Godfather would say. John, how are you, pal? Doing well. How are you guys? I don't, you don't Great. sound, wait a minute, John, you sound a little on the, uh, are you low energy right yeah. now? Have you left it all in the no, locker room? I'm He's not, conserving well, I, energy. I, I'll tell you, it's not, it's not low energy frustration from dealing with uh, the constant DMs with the GM's nephews, friends, cousin, heard, blah, blah, blah. It's from dealing with all that. Also, DMs with the GM. That sounds like a new show. <laughs> hey, coming up right after Tony Bruno on Sirius XM 211, the Dan Patrick Channel. DM with the GM. And your host, John McMullen. John McMullen. Come on down, John. <laughs> That's not a bad, you know, once we get the entire channel going, built around the... The Tony Bruno Show, we can go with that. That's a, that's a hell of a title, actually. Not so fast, my yeah. friend. It's the Dan Patrick Baby channel. steps here, Come John. Come on, man. What do you mean Jesus. take over the channel? This isn't a takeover. Keep no, that... I didn't say take over the channel. <laughs> yeah, keep that low, no, will you? No, we don't. We don't. <laughs> I don't want to take over Dan Patrick. I no, hate when no, there's no. takeovers. You know, they always have the takeovers, like when, when teams go into other team stadiums and right. it's the takeover. The Bills Mafia yeah, comes the takeover, in. takeover, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not the takeout. Not everybody offers that, and that really ticks me off. All right. I got to get to this first thing in your mock draft, which I, I dove into the other day. Uh, you have the Miami Dolphins trading up to three with Detroit, which I could see happening. 
But you have them doing that to take Justin Herbert from Oregon, not Tua. Explain that. Well, a couple things. One, uh, Justin Herbert, uh, I, I think NFL people like him a lot more than, than draft Twitter slash fans. Uh, so that's number one. Uh, I mean, he's going to be a top ten pick either way. Mm-hmm. So it comes down to uh, the health of Tua. Uh, and that's the curveball that none of us really know. And none of us know which teams have uh, taken him off their particular boards because of the concern uh, of his hip and his uh, long-term prospects to stay healthy. I, I don't think there's any question uh, completely healthy to it who didn't get injured, didn't have any issues. Uh, he'd be going one or two in this draft. You, you can even make the argument that he would go above Joe Burrow. But the fact that there's concerns and there's real concerns over the hip and we'll see. I mean, they're going to trade up, and you've heard that uh, smoke screen over the past couple of days and the fact that they might trade up to go get an offensive tackle. Well, yeah, I don't buy uh, that. Yeah, I don't buy that for a second. I mean, there are dumb teams, and people have done <laughs> dumb things. There's no question about that. But you don't trade up to get an offensive tackle in a year where four offensive tackles are going to go in the top ten. Uh, you know, that just doesn't make any sense. That doesn't pass the smell test. So uh, I think they're going to ultimately go the safe route and, and trade up to ensure they keep Herbert away from the Chargers. John McMullen breaking it down, shaking it up, flipping it. So now do you like uh, how far into your mock draft do you think it goes off the rails and then you rip it up and say, screw this, I wasted all no, this time for this? Pick three. <laughs> pick three. No pick question. Three. I, I mean, that's the linchpin pick of it all. We are, and, and, and by the way, even the last couple of days, you've had that restart uh, of the number two pick with the Redskins, and they're trying to straight out. So you've got all this over the past 48 hours. Ultimately, I, I think that's nonsense. And Burrow's going to go one, and Chase Young's going to go two. And then the fun starts because the Lions do want out of that third pick. And I think understandably so because they don't want a quarterback. They're not going to take a quarterback, even though you could argue they could because Matthew Stafford is getting older and you can always talk about the heir apparent. But they're not going in that direction. So you have the Dolphins at five. You have the Chargers at six. They both need quarterbacks desperately. Uh, and you try to convince them to come up. That's what the Giants are doing at number four as well. The problem is, obviously, three. It's easier to do that than four. Yeah, now you got a lot of uh, offensive tackles, obviously, starting with Wirfs from for the Giants. Uh, then the, what is it, Wills from Alabama you have going ahead of, and then Thomas also ahead of Becton. That's kind of, that's kind of off the board, too. A lot of people like Becton. A little bit earlier, but the thing that really caught me off guard was Derek Brown, the big defensive tackle from Auburn. You have him falling all the way to 19, so that's that guy that we'll be looking at. If there was a green room and they would all be sitting there, he'd be the guy left, you know, watching everybody get up and uh, you know go go meet the commissioner. Yeah, and 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 I struggled. That's the, it's interesting you bring that up, Harry, because that's the pick I struggled with the most. Well, I dove deep in this thing, man. Yeah, if he gets past seven in Carolina, he might go there in mm-hmm. Carolina, uh, and then you don't have an issue. Uh, but then you try, if he does, if, if Simmons is there, 
uh, and, and, and they go in a different direction. Then you start to think, okay, where is he going to fall to? Uh, and where is a natural fit? And there aren't a ton of natural fits uh, in between there, other than he's, he's a really good player. He's a top-ten talent, uh, and a lot of people like him, but there's such a necessity for offensive tackles. I, I, I got four going in the top 14, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's such a necessity for quarterbacks that they get pushed up the board. Uh, we've talked about the depth of the wide receivers in this class. Uh, and a lot of organizations just need have different needs and, and different necessities, and it happens every year. You, you, if you talk to people right now, they'll say, you know, blah, blah, blah is a first-round pick. you got 47 first-round picks. Well, there's only 32 picks, so somebody's got to fall. Because, and unfortunately for him, he might be one of those guys if he gets past Carolina. Now, we have breaking news, which I was not aware of. And that, according to our buddy Bear J- Bearcat AJ in Cincinnati, he says Todd McShay will not be on the ESPN yeah. draft coverage because he's recovering from COVID-19. Did you know that, Aaron? No, I didn't I know did that. I did not know no. that. Did you know that, John? So we won't be able yeah, to see Todd, Frank Caliendo yeah, saying, Todd, Todd, yeah. Todd, Todd, Todd. Yeah, Todd himself uh, tweeted that a little bit earlier uh, this afternoon. So uh, he's not going to be part of the broadcast, unfortunately. And it was it's going to be an interesting broadcast because – uh, you have ESPN and the NFL Network uh, uh, meshing together because of the situation. Uh, and the NFL Network studios are, are essentially closed here in Jersey and, and California. So mm-hmm. uh, they have to do the one broadcast from Bristol, and everybody was going to come together uh, for that broadcast. And unfortunately, uh, Todd got diagnosed with COVID-19, so he, he's not going to be able to uh, to be a part of it, and, and we're all hoping he's okay. I think that's, that's the big one. Well, the one thing we do see, though, in many cases, especially with well-known people, is that for the most part, they're, they're getting better. You know, the whole thing about everybody dying, yeah, yeah, obviously yeah, a lot yeah. of people are dying, but most people who get it, especially Chris Cuomo, did you see his – he yeah. was like Lazarus coming oh, out of the tomb yeah. from yeah, his Chris, basement. Chris yeah. Is, yeah. yeah, Chris – Put, uh, it's interesting because Chris made a big deal about coming up from his basement. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, I don't take, you don't see me posting any fight. videos of me coming out of the basement. Yeah. I come out of this basement five earlier. days a week. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Hey, John, I saw where you said, uh, what was it, 13 could be a spot where the Eagles move up to uh, with San Francisco. And I, that would obviously be to get a big wide receiver like a Ruggs type. What would you say the chances are that that could happen? And two, um, you got him. You got him selecting Kenneth Murray, the linebacker. Is that that's because the top four wide receivers are all gone? They go linebacker. Yeah, ultimately, I, I think they're going to have to go up uh, to get one of the four receivers. Uh, and if not, uh, I think they like Brandon Ayuk. They like uh, Jalen Rager, but I, I don't think. They would take them at 21. They could trade back uh, think, to get those guys, right? Yeah, they yeah. could trade back. The problem is, and I got them trading back into the first round. I, I don't think anybody else has that. Mm-hmm. Uh, people forget about that. But um, So you could have two first-round picks and go about it that way. I, I, I do think ultimately if they're forced to stay at 21, they're going to go in a different direction than wide receiver. Uh, but, you know, that's the thing with Howie Roseman. He said consistently this offseason, I mean consistently, uh, we need to get younger. 
we need more draft picks, and he already gave up two to get Darius Slay because, remember, coming off that Carson Wentz trade, they had to do so much to get up in that draft that a couple years where they didn't have a lot of draft capital, so they haven't had a lot of draft picks. And now they finally have the cannon loaded again, and he wants draft picks. He wants to get younger, but he's also antsy. And his history says the one thing we can say is, you know, he might trade up, he might trade down. He's probably not going to pick at 21. That That's just his history. He moves. And it, the only issue is you need a dance partner. So, you know, I think people think it's really easy, and you snap your fingers and say, okay, player's not here that we want, let's go down. Well, if somebody doesn't want to come up to that spot at that particular moment, you can't necessarily do it. And that's where if he's forced to pick a 21, those top four receivers are gone. That's where I think a Murray would come into it. Now, John, of course, the big story today on the eve or the morning of draft is everybody showing their their studios. All the GMs are showing their facilities. <laughs> the Bears look like it's a sex dungeon that they're going to make a porn down there. Well, they have been getting rammed hard since the selection of the quarterback here in Philly a couple of years ago. I mean, nobody's been getting rammed harder than the Chicago Bears. Have you seen the setups? Howie Roseman here. The Giants have been mocked a lot. Gettleman's set up. Now that's what we're doing. I feel like we need uh, He's no longer with us, but the guy from Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, who just died last year, should be doing a Let's go do a TMZ and Robin Leach. Yeah, we can do a lifestyle. Robin Leach. And now in Chicago, we yeah. enter the domain of the Chicago Bears. Where, well, uh, did you see, I, I just tweeted that. Did you see John Snyder knock down two walls in his house? In Seattle? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Knock down two walls in a house. I joked that. I asked my wife to do that. She gave me the FU. <laughs> but, I mean, he's got 25 screens set up. 25 I, I mean, screens? These guys, these guys are unbelievable. They, they, you know, it's the draft. I think we're all excited about it, especially now, because there's nothing else as far as the sports world. But I don't think you need to knock down two walls and have 25 screens, but that's where John Snyder is. By the way, we have breaking news now from the, the, the presumed. The presumptive number one overall pick, Joe Burrow. This is just in. He now has posted a picture of the food secured from his hometown, Athens, Ohio. Buffalo Wild Wings ahead of the big night. Let's go. Hashtag AD. So there you have it. Buffalo Wild Wings already arriving in Joe Burrow's house. That's just the, 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 the level of excitement now has been ratcheted up. You think he's paying for I that? I that wonder what he got paid for that. You think he paid for Buffalo Wild Wings? No, I Wings? think he's getting paid. There's no doubt about yeah, it. He's yeah, already yeah, got yeah, his yeah, first yeah, sponsorship yeah, deal. Yeah. Have a sponsor, the number one pick. You know, our friend Aton Sander, he asked me, uh, uh, there, there's all kind of prop bets uh, uh, surrounding the NFL draft. One of them is, are we going to see pizza or not? Mm-hmm. I said, there's a pretty good chance we're going to see pizza. Yeah. I, I wonder if there was a Buffalo Wild Wings. Well, uh, we have our first Buffalo Wild Wings sighting in Joe Burrow's house. I wonder if Bob Menery will be sitting next to him going, <laughs> Roar! <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, hey, John, I, what did you make of the uh, Jerry Judy rumors about uh, the injury that might have him falling back? 
Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's real. Uh, well, it, it, it depends how you phrase it. I mean, everybody in the league is aware. He had a, he had a trim, a meniscus trim mm-hmm. uh, earlier in his career at Alabama. So everybody knew that at the Combine. Tony's February. had one of those, too. I've had a lot of trim. Not lately, though. <laughs> yeah, you've got to be careful. I've, I've had uh, non-contact trim. That's pretty hard yeah. to do, Harry. Uh, you know, you can't have it, and yeah, it's, it's the it's safest a little bit kind. More difficult in this environment. You're six feet away, right. it's enough to do a, a meniscus trim. Never mind any kind. No, of I had a meniscus trim. torn out. Mine wasn't trimmed. Mine was completely cut out. I'm a man. I don't do any of this trim stuff. You're going to go into my knee. You get that some bitch out. You get that thing out. <laughs> but the problem is, if you're an NFL player, if you get that thing out, then you got longevity issues, and then people start talking about. Uh, the second contract, and that's that's really the question uh, about Jerry Judy. But everybody I, I talk to says he's not going to fall that much. Mm. Uh, so we'll see. I, I mean, ultimately, it's not new news to people in the NFL. It was new news to people outside the NFL. It really comes down to individual teams. Some teams will look at it long term and say, well, this is a guy probably we can't count on for six, seven years. But you know what? In today's NFL, it's become more like college football anyway. You have, mm-hmm. like, these three-year windows, and then you got to revamp. So I'm not sure it'll have that much of an impact. John McMullen, he's got his mock draft, and I'm mocking the draft, which is one of my specialties. I, I'm always – I'm consistent every single year, Harry. Mm-hmm. I don't put together mock drafts. I just mock mock drafts and mock draft light, which has le- fewer picks and it's less filling. Fewer carbs, too. Fewer carbs. Six. Well, we, yeah, need mock, we need mock yeah. draft light. We need, we need quick uh, mock draft. We need five minutes between picks. we got to get through this quickly. I right. agree. I, the, the 15 minutes. And I'm going to pour you one right now, John, to get you ready for tonight. Pop that baby open right now, huh? It is draft day. Canned beer. It is draft day. Right. Did you watch uh, draft day the Kevin Costner? Yeah, I did. Did I ever tell you my Kevin Costner story from uh, the Super Bowl that was in New York? No. Uh, what at MetLife did, Stadium. Did you meet him? Because Robin and I were there, but we were hanging in the city. We didn't. We didn't. We stayed away well, from I, Jersey. I, I, I didn't meet him in a way. Uh, he was going through Radio Row with Jennifer Gardner, mm-hmm. uh, who, by the way, is fetching in person. I got to tell you though, I saw her once at a at a Sunday morning. Uh, up in uh, the Pacific Palisades. I went mm-hmm. up there for breakfast one day when I was living in L.A., and I saw Jennifer Garden lives in Pacific Palisades, and she was sitting at the table next to me with no makeup on. Not good. Good, but not spectacular. She's well, one of I the, mean. No, but well, no, a lot way. of women transform when they don't have makeup on. Jesus. You're saying, okay. Um, most women transform. Makeup, it's no, very I mean, there's rare. a lot of women that are naturally pretty without makeup. Really? Makeup. Oh, Where are they? Yeah, really. <laughs> Just some of them. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not Few and far between. I, I don't, you know, I, I, I'm not in that position. She cleans up really well. She cleans up really well. Could criticize Margot Robbie. I, I imagine. No, I don't. It's not. It's not my style. I just make observations. They're not criticisms. <laughs> right, right. These are observations. What the human mind does, no matter who you are. Now, Johnny, you're, you're guaranteeing that Andre Dillard will be the starting left tackle for the Eagles next season. Yeah, I'm guaranteeing it for two reasons. And, and by the way, Manage made a, uh, the Jets beat writers create more. And that's another thing with the DMs coming in. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you're Howie Roseman, you're talking, you're, this is a calendar year. You're, you're telling me 
you traded up to get Andre Dillard uh, last year in the draft, and you're going to give up on him 365 days later because he cried at training camp, allegedly? I mean, these are the things people are throwing out there. Uh, And I just find it bizarre. Uh, Just from that standpoint, I I mean, I've yelled at people who say, J.J. Arcega Whiteside, who was, you know, I'm not trying to defend the kid. He, He was really bad last year. But you don't give up on premium picks after one year. Uh, that's just, if you do, you're going to lose your job as a GM pretty quick. The only premium so pick that they should have given up by now, and you'll find out again tonight in Chicago, is the Bears pick from, from three years well, ago. And by the way, Tony, <laughs> you bring up Ryan Pace and Mitchell Trubisky, he's still hanging on to that pick for that reason. Yep. You, it's so difficult to admit you're wrong. Everybody knows he's wrong. He knows he's wrong. He knows he made a mistake. But if he admits it, he's basically putting a death sentence on himself as a GM. So you cross your fingers. You give him chance after chance after chance. Unfortunately, you know, it's probably the old adage, you you know, you have to admit a mistake uh, before you can solve that mistake, which I think that is true. But that's easier said than done if you're a GM and there it is, ladies and gentlemen. You just had the, now you know, the rest of the story, as the great Paul Harvey used to say. John McMullen, he's going to fire. We're going to sit around. And, uh, and the question now on Twitter, Harry, what's the perfect side for Buffalo Wild Wings if you're ordering it for your big draft party tonight? The perfect side or the sauce? No, the side. Oh. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> good answer. Yeah, that's a good Yo, answer. That's the number one answer <laughs> yeah, on the board, yeah. actually, right now. Ding, ding. <laughs> hey, John, great to talk to you, man. We'll see you soon. Thanks, John. Uh, all right, thanks, guys. 215-462-TONY is the number. You want to call? You have any draft questions? You've come to the right place. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. Harry Mays is here, and he has his board already. Copious notes. We're talking draft. And we got a lot of great updates today, too. Stick around. It's Tony and Harry on Draft Day 2020. Sorry about that, Tony. I knew that you were starving. We hadn't had anything to I eat. Know. Eat, no. the, eat the pizza during the break while it's still warm. Mister. Okay, Robin. Okay, just, it's just what are you, my mother here? No, I just needed an acknowledgement. Sometimes I'm, I'm not sure it. if you're hear- hearing me. Good Lord. Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm glad somebody else is hearing this. We have no secrets. That's the great Carly Simon. This could qualify as abuse, Robin. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, that was the 89 draft on ESPN2, huh? Jeff Lagerman. Jeff Lager- that was a good pick. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the good picks yeah. for the Jets. Uh, MP Roach 01 says that, Robin, I should start drinking. Robin, drink. Yeah, I should. Oh, by the way, I found out why I got so wasted off of, like, two sips of vodka the other day. Apparently, when you're doing keto. Wait, you had perks? No. 
when you do when you're doing keto because the you have ketones mm-hmm. in your body the ketones not the mighty mighty your, keto. your body <laughs> reacts totally different to alcohol you get drunk really really fast which i proved without i a, never did i did keto you, for nine were weeks you, were you well, I had the piss strips. You did? Yeah, I bought a 50 dark, pack of those. Yeah, we had those. Boys. Yeah, they were like 12 bucks. How dark did your strips turn? I don't remember. They mine turned dark my, purple. Mine it was like purple. Well, yeah. maybe. I was in ketosis. Well, I was in ketosis. After like a week. Yeah, we were too. Yeah. I We've been in ketosis, uh, but literally, like, I, you saw how much I had to drink. I had like maybe. I thought you might have been popping pills. No. I, don't, I don't know what's going oh, on. Oh, it was wild. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's a good idea. It was, uh, I was slurring the words. I was, it was fun. <laughs> so, yes, Rob, Miss Robin is a very cheap date right now. <laughs> I'm getting too steady. No, I'm not. I still need to lose another 15 pounds. <clears throat> All right, just give her one of those already. Rebel Man is now <laughs> requesting that we give Robin one of those. <laughs> uh, Jack in the back unless says, he, okay. Unless he means a drink. Uh, Jack in the back is saying, I'm officially going to go do keto now, make my alcohol dollars go longer. Yes, you would. Trust me. Although, except if you're hairy. And yeah, it maybe work. it's just because your body's so used to it. Yeah. <laughs> your body was like, ah. I have one piece of the, pe- the keto pizza Robin made last night. Pepperoni on it. Yeah. I saw it. Looked good. No sugar, no no uh, flour of any kind. Even the pepperoni is no, uh, no, no uh, mm-hmm. carbs. I mean, how can you go wrong when the crust is 90% cheese? I know. We, had, we bought almond flour today. Mm-hmm. $13 a bag. Mm-hmm. Cheaper to buy crack. Yeah. Thirteen dollars for wasn't there bar. almond flour in that thing? I oh yeah, yeah. I used yeah. that up. Robin used goes for almond yeah. flour like the chipmunks. Yeah. <laughs> How did I hold my liquor in my clubbing days? Oh, Robin. I was good. How did you hold your liquor clubbing. during your clubbing days? Yeah, do ecstasy. Alcohol doesn't even affect. Welcome me. back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM Two Eleven. Sorry, you caught me eating my last piece of keto pizza that Miss Robin made last night. Posted it on uh, Twitter. You post food on Twitter and everybody goes crazy. Mm-hmm. You post something really funny and it's like you get three likes. I'm like, really? Yeah. Well, people like visuals. They like pictures and videos. Yes. More than they like yeah. sar- you know, sarcasm, snark, or good joke. You my sarcasm think- and snark is underappreciated <laughs> in this world today, Harry. Yeah. People want humor. Sarcasm is fun. Snark is fun. As long as it's not mean-spirited snark. You at least, uh, when you're eating on the microphone, didn't sound like Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid sounded like he was in, like, full, like, like a big thing of yogurt or something. He oh, was ice like cream. Smacking. Like, it was unbelievable. Yeah. It was very obvious, don't you think? You just go like... Plus the speakerphone. Yeah. yeah no, plus he was doing, like, help. he was going in one interview after another. <laughs> so he's like, hey, I'm going to eat while I talk here. Well, speaking of... Uh, we have our poll question now off. Humor. Now, yesterday... We, when we got the new fan, because mm-hmm. it was warm down here. So we have a nice fan. It's quiet. It oscillates. It even has heat in it, which we really don't need. We just needed the fan part. Right. But it's a beautiful fan. 
And so we needed a name for it because everything has to be named. You know, your private parts have to have a name. They your do. Your pet has to have a name. Well, men and women name their private parts. Some of them do, not all of them. You never heard that before? Well, I mean, I didn't know it was a thing. Oh, I think I, I don't think I've ever met anybody that doesn't have a name for their. Really? Yeah. Wow. But that's a different issue for a different okay. show. So the question after was, the draft. So we'll get into that after the we've draft. We've narrowed it down to the final four. We are in the final four. Oh. This isn't a field of 64, though. We don't, we're not doing that. Okay. Here are the four names for the fan. One of these will be the winner, and we'll leave it up to you, the Tony Bruno Show, Harry Mays fans. Go to my Twitter feed, at Tony Bruno Show. The final names of the new basement fan. It's really the wine cellar fan. I, I'm tired of people calling it the basement. Yeah, Caleb. Damn it, you Caleb. You should know better. And most of them were submitted by our great f- Twitter followers, Mike Noobs at Honey Badger 49 AJ in San Antonio, and Caleb Zane. Here are the submissions. BBAF is Bruno's big-ass fan. Mm-hmm. That's the acronym, right? Yeah. It's B- also a category on Craigslist. I BBAF, think. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I don't think I'm they sure. have that anymore. No? I think they took that away. And I always go, you know, big women need loving too, man, especially AF. Blowhard Cowboy fan. Wait, mm-hmm. how did that get back up there? Because uh, Caleb's the one who thought of that, so he wants to be in the Final Four. Mm. And since he's an unpaid intern at the University of uh, Indiana. Indiana out there, I'm going to give him. I'm going to throw him a little. Right. Throw him a little crumb there. So we'll put that one in there. Right. Blowhard Cowboy fan, or as we would like to call it, Skip Bayless. If you want to look up another way, <laughs> AKA uh, Skip Bayless. <laughs> AKA Skip Bayless. <laughs> Speaking of blowhard cowboy fans. <laughs> Anyone blows harder than him? No. Uh, Fantonio, mm-hmm. which we liked, especially because of the origin of no, the. No, Fan right. Antonio. Yeah. Fan Antonio. Fan Antonio. It's a fan. My name is Antonio, and AJ from San, San Antonio. Antonio bought us the fan. Right. So it's a perfect combination. So when you think of Fan Antonio, you think of AJ, and you think of this AJ, Antonio Giuseppe Bruno. So that, and I'm not trying to uh, steer the audience to vote. <laughs> in any it sounds like you are. I yeah. want this is an open poll here. I'm not. I don't. I can't. I can't vote on my own poll. You can only vote once, by the way, when you're right, on Twitter. Right. So it's not like you can go in there and stuff the ballot boxes. I'm going to retweet it. So you got. So which one do you like? Bruno's number one fan, fan Antonio, blowhard cowboy fan, or Bruno's big ass fan? I don't know that you would allow a blowhard cowboy fan into the wine cellar. Depends on what she looked like. (laughs) 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 Depends on how hard she blows. There she blows. Anyway, Um, go on there and vote in the poll on Twitter. (laughs) I'm torn between Bruno's number one fan and Bruno's big ass fan. Yeah. The Bruno's big ass fan one does. That's That's a nice ring to it. Especially when you could say BBAF. Right, maybe. right. Yeah. BBAF, hey. baby. I mean, think of all the different things we get. Turn on. Can you turn on the BBAF? Yeah. Yes. It sounds like a technical term. You know, we need an RCH of volume there, Mike C. <laughs> Bring it up a couple of RCHs. Bring the Geframistan up just a little bit more. The what? The doohickey. What? You know, Make it go harder. <laughs> well, that's what she says all the time. But, you know, hey. Actually, Bruno's big-ass fan is in the lead in is it early really? voting. Very like, early voting. Is this early? Will it be late voting, too? Well, I mean, how, how long? It's up there for six hours. Now, you don't have to go and vote That's and it. mail it in. So this is a six-hour poll, mm-hmm. and at six, uh, six hours, this poll will shut down, and we will have a guaranteed winner. Okay. And 
whoever wins this, because it's all fan, it, you know, because I didn't put any of these in. No. Somebody's going to get a Tony Bruno Show T-shirt as a prize for this. How about that? We don't even have the shirts yet. Which one, the beautiful one? or We'll have them do. How about they winner's can... choice? What do you think, Joe? Winner's choice? Whoever gets the, whoever picks the best winner out there, whichever one of these is voted the best, that person who came up with that idea gets a Tony Bruno shirt. Right off my back. I'll even mail it myself. I'll go to the post office. But you must be present to vote. <laughs> you don't have to be present to win because we can't have more people in the basement because we don't have enough masks yet. But anyway. We're already over capacity right yes, now. Yes, we are. But we're not. Uh, we, there's only five of us here. So unlike what is Dak Prescott, five. No, you're not supposed to have more than ten people around. No, so, so we're fine. So we're half capacity here. This is Mayor Kenny you're talking exactly about. Exactly right. Will he have cops come down here and strong arm us like <laughs> Try he did to that guy out on the, the front door? On the SEPTA bus? <laughs> Ridiculous, man. Uh, casual encounters did have a BBAF category, but the best part, nobody knew what it meant. Mm-hmm. Now, come on. You're on there anyway when they had casual encounters, which they banned, you know, Harry. Long before the coronavirus, yeah. they banned that because yeah. there were people on there who were morons. Really killed everybody. Well, wasn't it uh, the because there was allegedly trafficking going on Not just in there? that, yeah. People were phonies on there, and then yeah. people would meet somebody. Well, they're phonies? Uh, no, on a message. No, no, people would meet people, and, yeah. you know, they right. would be assaulted, and yeah. all that there kind was of a, stuff. There was a few. Now, people, now, Harry Sturgis, assless chaps, checks in on Twitter and says, No fan, Patrick? It's an outrage. See, I like that one. I like it, too. Outrage. It was clever. Yeah. But it can't be fan, Patrick, because it's not the Dan Patrick show. And I don't want Dan getting pissed off at us. Even though it would be an homage to Dan. By the way, Dan is scheduled to appear on this show tomorrow, right. ladies and gentlemen. In the 5 o'clock hour, In the right? 5 o'clock yeah. hour. Yeah. As we say, scheduled to appear. Will Dan bag the show or will he come on now that we've told everybody he's coming on? He'll come on. Of course he is. We're tight. We're like sort of like tag team partners from back in the day. Although he and Keith were the original tag team partners, as you know. Harry. On the big show. Exactly. Yeah. I have a, an encounter with Dan. A casual encounter? No, no, no. Did you meet well, him it on was site? casual <laughs> because we were in a swimming pool. But I'm going to bring this you up to Dan him Patrick tomorrow. You and Dan Patrick were in the same pool? Yes. Back in 1991. Oh, you think. actually remember the oh, day Oh, yeah, I remember, I remember everything about it. Were you it. in the deep end or the shallow no, end? No, the shallow end, drinking beers. Must you have been very Patrick memorable. You and were drinking beers mm-hmm. together? Was I'm this gonna, in Vegas? No, this was in Dallas. In I'm going to bring this up to him tomorrow. Okay. All right, this, I didn't know this. It was at the Lowe's Anatole Hotel Resort. Wow. And I was down there for the Cable Ace Awards, and uh, he was getting one. Ah. Because he was doing the big show at that time with Olbermann. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right before I started at ESPN in 92. Right. Wow, I did not know this. And I you're holding for, these stories back on Well, yeah, I worked for a, a big bank in Philadelphia, and we, we were a primary financier to a lot of cable systems throughout the country. Ah. So we went to the show. Many of them now defunct, I would assume. Uh, well, yeah, they've been <laughs> swallowed up. They've been gobbled up by, you know, Comcast. and You have a Delphia, by the way, there? Yeah, they, were, they were Remember one a Delphia sure, cable? Sure. There yeah. were a lot of cable companies there. Lenfest. Lenfest? Yeah. Is that near a beer fest? No, the guy, that's the, the family in Philly that uh, has all the money. That Sausage Fest, which is a radio station promotion uh, that they do no. every summer here in the city. That's Hoagie Fest. Hoagie yeah, Fest. Yeah, that's Hall & Oates, man. Exactly. And the Hooters. It's good stuff, man. Come on, man. I know. <laughs> Now, I mentioned, uh, I mentioned uh, the earlier story about Ben Scully, 92 right. years of age, 
70 years doing the Dodgers. He started back in Brooklyn in 1950, and then when the team moved to Los Angeles in 58, he continued as their broadcaster. Unbelievable. And still to this day. And so I saw the story. I saw his name, and I'm like, oh, no. Uh, yeah, Did don't, don't tell me. Yeah. Because that's what we do. But I found out I saw the Dodgers actually posted it. The official Dodgers website said, Vin Scully, the voice of the Dodgers, Hall of Fame broadcaster, not just for the Dodgers, but, I mean, he did everything back in the day. Mm -hmm. He did golf. I mean, he wasn't just the voice in L.A. He was the voice of sports at network-level stuff for many, many decades. So he apparently fell in his home the other day, mm. but he's okay in the hospital resting comfortably. So apparently he didn't break a hip. or You know, when you, when you see people 90-something fall down, you know, what do you think? You think, wow, you know, they break a hip. That's bad news. It is bad yeah. news. Because my mom broke her femur in her late 80s. And, and actually, one of our from... very good listeners, Ed Nasta, uh -huh. his father just uh, fell down and broke his neck. And um, w we didn't realize how bad it was, but he broke his neck. Nothing is paralyzed, thank God. Wow. And he's going to be in a collar for what, eight yeah, weeks? Yeah, eight weeks. So you've got to so. be careful. So now Vin actually was – he gave a quote to, quote to the Dodgers website to respond to – what everybody would be wondering about. And his, here's his quote. I won't be doing any head-first slides. Never liked it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> here's it. Oh, for, what's interesting to note here, I did not do a head-first slide, and I never liked it. Well, it's the other a thing. great Vin Scully, but it's pretty decent. He's at 92. He's as sharp as a tap. Absolutely. And it's amazing how many people in their 90s are still mentally, mentally yeah. sharp. But, I mean, he still does the broadcast by himself. I know. He? He does the yeah, he's doing the home games. He doesn't travel well, right, anymore. right, but, yeah. uh, you know. No, he's one of the all-time, all-timers. And he and Tommy Lasorda are both born in the same year, 1927. Tommy's 92 as well. Both are uh, going to be 93 this year. So that's the update there. Much more still ahead. The Philly Godfather. Are you a gambling degenerate? Even if you're not, are you chomping at the bit to get action, Harry? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to bet on tonight. We have action for you. You want it fast? You want it hard? How do you want it? We got it for you. That's all coming up in the next hour. Plus, we'll have the definitive public service announcement on how you and what you should do during the coronavirus. No BS from the government. You'll hear it straight only on this show. Still ahead. Fourth floor stall. Did you read this? No. When Harry was floating around with Dan Packard, <laughs> did the water look like egg drop soup like Bruno in the grotto? Huh. Oh, man. Come on, man. Remember I read that a couple <laughs> weeks ago. We were last week we were talking about the grotto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> egg drop soup. That wow. is nasty. <laughs> 91 Sixers or something said I'd rather be in the pool with Tira Patrick. Oh, I love Tira yeah. Patrick. <laughs> Do your damn promo still running, Robin? I know, but it's because we need to. Uh, I forgot to send it. It's my fault. Get some jargons, huh? <laughs> What's that? Philly cheese. Get some jargons, Harry. Jargons lotion. Yeah, I got a bite on my hand. What was it? I don't know. 
Were you out again yesterday? I was out. Going to golf course or walk around? No. It was in my neighborhood. See, I did. When do you want to play the... Big Bill Kenny, Kennedy, not 76. Harry reads the back page of the Philadelphia City paper. <laughs> that was lightweight compared to Craigslist. Oh, yeah. Um, when are you going to read the, uh, or do the Whoops, sorry. female yeah. comedian? The female comedian thing. Uh, it, We're doing him at 20, right? The Godfather? Yeah. The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Draft day extravaganza. I don't know if you can feel it. Can you feel the electricity in the air? I can. Or is that another thunderstorm coming through? No, I actually can. I was, I was a little... Uh... I jumped out of bed this morning. I'm, I couldn't wait, man. I've been all over it. All this whole week, I had one bad day this week when I came in here really pissed off. Yeah, that was yesterday. Was, no, no, it wasn't. It was Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday? Yeah. I know which day Tuesday. I'm pissed off. <laughs> I thought that was every day. No, no, no. Pissed off. <laughs> it was Tuesday. Why was it? Too, what was wrong on Tuesday? I don't know. I, I, I just got off to a bad start. The right. side of the bed, Harry? No, no, I, I watched the news. That oh, was yeah, you're right. Yeah. Don't watch yeah. the news. That in was fact, the problem. We will have a video for you this hour. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to watch it if you're not on Twitch and you don't see the video portion. Just listening to it because I'm sick and tired of the celebrities and everything else. And listen, I, you know, I don't know what they're – I'm sure they don't have ill intentions. But we will have the definitive video and explanation. When you hear what this – Brilliant, should, we, long, long. should we play it now? Should I mean, since now? you're talking about it, you've mentioned it twice. Well, yeah, we've got a couple minutes here in this segment, right? Because the Godfather's the coming Godfather. up. Yeah. You know, nothing's happened in the draft. Nobody's made a trade yet. I doubt there'll be any movement before they get ready because you want the drama. Yeah. You know, if you're going to make a trade, if you're going to trade a pick, you're going to do it during the draft, aren't Al- you? Although, with the way the setup is, if you were wanting to make a trade, you would try to get it done before beforehand, don't you think? Instead of being under the gun with all of the yeah, remoteness, you know? Like if you're Miami and you're trying to move up. But you don't think the NFL has told all these GMs, hey, listen, guys, we, you know, we're going to have a lot of people watching. We got to make sure we don't have any technical screw ups, mm-hmm. but hold it, to, hold it to the, hold it to the show, to the big show. <laughs> don't be taking anything away because then when you get to the pick, there's no anticipation. Right, right. It's always like, oh wait, the clock is stopped. No, it, Miami does. was on the clock, but wait a minute, we have a trade. We have a trade. I love that. You know, that's part of yeah. it. You got to have 15 people on the set. You're going to have ESPN and the NFL Network with 15 people trying to get an edge ed, word and edgewise, and so you want to have that drama. So that's why I think even if they are arranging trades in advance, they're not going to announce it before the draft. Do we have that little sound effect that they play when they no, when the, when the I, pick I, I is in? It, yes. I love that sound. We'll get it. 
as I say to Robin, and look at her and make sure she she doesn't even know what the sound is. <laughs> I know. No, I do. It's it's like the robot sound. No, it's not a robot sound. It's no, like, it's like mean, a ringing. It's yes. like a ding ding ding, 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 like a you know. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, <laughs> what was that again? <laughs> I'm not good at sound effects. We got to get the guy who was on the Police Academy music. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the black dude. Yeah, he, uh, he made all the sounds. I don't remember his name though. So black was his last name Winslow? I can't yes. think of uh, Yes. Oh, yes. Good yes. Job. Right, let me give you a little bit of a Mike C. Joe C. Joe C. Joe C is on top of it again. He's seriously. Michael Winslow. I thought Tony was the master of I don't know like every actor's name. I mean, music is my wheelhouse, sports is my wheelhouse. And I would have eventually gotten Michael Winslow. No, you wouldn't have. Yeah, because I would be thinking of the Winslow Motor Lodge. Kellen Winslow. Kellen Winslow yeah. and Junior, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have gotten it. But that guy was brilliant. Not Colin Winslow. Who's Colin Winslow? <laughs> Probably meant Kellen and screwed it up. <sighs> but anyway, you know, there's so much confusion out there, Harry. Every mm-hmm. single day, no matter who you listen to, scientists, the president, the, uh, the task force, Governors in this state saying this, governors in that state saying that, right? You got legal people. What's legal? What's not legal? Can I go out? Can I not go out? Well, the Tony Bruno Show, which really cares about you because you're in this show together with us. I don't know about the rest of the people. We care about you here. So if you want to listen to – and then the other thing is commercials on TV. Every commercial is like, Mm -hmm. we're not selling you anything right now. We want to tell you how much we care about you. Mm -hmm. And we hope that – You'll spend money with us, if you have any, when this is all over. Right. After it's safe enough not to care as much as we have to anymore. Please come back. Isn't that the world we're in right now? Oh, absolutely. And celebrities telling you and having concerts where they sound like crap in their home. And God bless them, they're trying to raise money and I'm not. But the whole enough is enough, Harry. Is it getting too overwhelming for you? You can't um, watch any. I'm watching the Science Channel, well, and they don't leave me alone. I know I'm supposed to stay safe and wash my hands. I, How stupid do you think I am? All right, don't answer that question. Outside of Tuesday morning, I don't watch much regular yeah. news or regular and Can TV. we make the request that you don't ever Why? again? Because, and so, we, because that way you're not coming here pissed off. And so as a public service to you, I now have luckily a special correspondent in Nashville, Tennessee. Harry. Mm-hmm. This woman is brilliant. And I believe she has nailed it. Her name is Adley Stump. And now she will tell you. Now, you got to pay attention. This is about two minutes. And I know your attention span is not that long. But if you want the full, comprehensive thing, regardless of where you are, what your political affiliations or leanings are, you want to know the answers to all the questions that people keep posing every second of every day. So here they are. Yeah, I really don't understand why everybody isn't following the same not leave the house for any reason unless of course you have a reason and then you may leave the house all stores are closed except those that are open and all stores must close unless of course they need to stay open this virus is deadly but don't be afraid of it it can only kill people who are vulnerable and also those who are not vulnerable we should stay locked down until the virus stops infecting people and it will only stop infecting people if enough of us get infected that we build immunity so it is very important that we get infected and also do not get infected you should not go to the doctor's office or the hospital unless you have to go there unless of course you are too sick to go there this virus has no effect on children except for those children in which it affects the virus remains active on different surfaces for two hours or four hours 
or six hours, but in most cases it's days and not hours and it needs a damp environment or a cold environment that is warm and dry in the air, unless the air is plastic. Schools are closed, so you need to homeschool your children unless you can send them to school because you are not home. If you are at home, you can school your children using various portals and online classrooms unless you have poor internet, more than one child, only one computer, or you are working from home. Baking cakes can be considered math, science, or art. If you are home educating, you can include household chores within their education curriculum. And if you are home educating, you may start drinking at approximately 10 a.m. every day. If you are not home educating children, you may also start drinking at approximately 10 a.m. Masks are useless at protecting you against the virus but you still need to wear one because it can save lives. And in some cases it may even be mandatory, but also maybe not. You must not go to work, but you can get another job at which point you may go to work. Stay home. I don't know how many more celebrities we need to have tell you how important it is to go outside and take care of your mental health. There is no shortage of groceries in the supermarket. There are simply many things missing. You don't need to go buy a bunch of toilet paper, but you should buy some in case you need it. If you are sick, you may go out once you are better, but those in your household, they cannot go out once you are better, unless of course they need to go out. Animals are not affected by the virus, except for that cat that tested positive in Belgium in February, plus a couple tigers. The number of corona-related deaths will be announced daily, but we don't know how many people are infected because we were only testing those who are almost dead to determine if that's what they will die of. The people who die of corona who are not counted won't or will be counted, but maybe not. To help protect yourself during these times, you should be eating well and exercising, but exercising only eating what you have at home to avoid going to the stores unless you need toilet paper or a fence panel. It's important to get fresh air, but don't go to parks, but do go walk in other places. Just don't sit down unless you are old or pregnant. But if you do sit down, don't sit for too long unless you are old and you are pregnant, in which case you need to sit down. But if you do sit down, don't eat unless you've had a long walk, which you are allowed to do if you are old or pregnant, except for times in which you aren't. Don't visit old people but you have a moral obligation to take care of old people and bring them food and medicine. And finally, no businesses will go down due to coronavirus, except those businesses that go down due to COVID-19. I hope this cleared up any questions about what we should and should not be doing during this time. Please educate your friends and family with this information so we can remove any and all confusion surrounding this time. Thank you. Wow, it sounds like the- I got, you got it all? The contraindications during a pharmaceutical commercial. I hope people were taking notes. We will have a quiz later <laughs> in the show. I want you to know every single thing that she said because that is the most comprehensive, the most logical of any of the coronavirus updates that I've heard over the last six months. The fact that people don't get that is even more troubling, mm -hmm. Harry. The people don't get that that was a comedy routine. Right. Not a government official, not the governor of Michigan, not any political person. It's a very funny lady from Nashville, Tennessee. Jesus. Wow. People are ripping her. Make it stop, Harry. You're shocked by this? At Adley Stump on yes. Twitter. She does a lot of funny stuff. Yeah. Make it stop. I thought that was funny. I thought that was clever. It, I, I will tell you, it was a little long. Yeah, we should have added it. It we probably didn't have time. could have been half the length, and it would have had yeah, the same the length, punch Harry. to you it. You know with women, it's never well, the yeah, length. Well, yeah, it's all about the girth. It's a matter of the girth, yeah. 
I'd vote for that woman for president right now. Yeah. Because she made more president sense of than what? Of whatever she wants to be. <laughs> she, we will have her look back later for the mock draft yeah. that she has together. Then everybody yeah. will start paying attention. I want to know who the Titans are taking <laughs> with their first pick. That's right. She lives in Nashville. Yeah. Actually, the pick is in sound. It's just like the sound in the boarding area of Star Tours before you enter the simulator at, at Disney World. Is that right? <laughs> no, I wouldn't not, know that. No, but that's a good sound. Now, did you find the sound of the NFL draft, Robin? I used to have that in the system. Then again, I used to have everything in the it's system. It's like a chime. No, we have okay. it right now. Oh, Here yeah. it goes. Robin? Oops, wait, but I have to actually play Are they going to play a commercial before a two-second sound on YouTube? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, but I have to... We have to get that in heavy rotation, even though we won't be doing the draft live tonight. Although I'll be drinking drafts live. We'll bring tonight. John McMullen back on to see oh, who, who the Titans are taking. There it there, is. There it is. Yes. There it is. The pick is in. That is awesome. Now, can you get that on your board? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can yeah, download yeah. anything. Yeah. I should have had that. I was trying to get now with the first pick in the 2020 draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select Tony Bruno. Because we did one of those opens, and now nobody right. can find it. See, that's one of the I things. i got to call Jim from Cheltenham. Maybe he has, <laughs> he has it, it in his system. If anybody does, he does. <laughs> we don't have anything that I've ever done in our own system, except listeners have everything I've ever done in their system. Right. And we thank them. <laughs> but here's one of the things you won't get tonight or tomorrow night or even on Saturday. You won't get, like, that Drew Pearson moment. Yes. You know what I mean? Because it's all virtual. He gets They're up not gonna, and talks smack. Right. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a right. bummer. That, that was kind of fun. Yeah. No, I mean, I when, when they started doing the drafts here in Philly, where a whole started, they mm -hmm. think, no, Chicago, Chicago was, I think first was first outside, yeah. and then the Philly draft was phenomenal, and the outside drafts added Nashville, more Nashville, they went to Nashville. They went to Nashville. They were supposed to be in Vegas this year, but that added another dimension. That's why the NFL is still the best league in this country. Mm -hmm. Even though they make a lot of mistakes like all sports leagues do, they know marketing better than anybody. Mm -hmm. I think only Trump knows marketing better than the NFL does right now <laughs> because he's able to get people crazy every single day. Every single second of every single day. It only has to do is make one comment and the whole world explodes. But the NFL, same way. Anything they do, Harry, gets yeah. micromanaged. More than a program director at an AM sports station. Micromanaged. Wow. And that's micromanaging. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> if you want to see her rant and see her stuff, she is at... Adley Stump. Adley. A-D-L-E-Y Stump. A-D-L-E-Y Stump. Follow her on Twitter and Instagram. She does a lot of funny stuff. She's a comedian, and she's funny. Jesus. People don't like comedians anymore. People are just way too easily offended. Everybody's, uh, everybody's, just relax. Relax, it's draft day. Just think of... Just think of happy thoughts. Just think of Aaron Rodgers, who had to wait so long on draft day, mm -hmm. and he's still relaxed. Yeah, coming it's back, the Philly Godfather. You better get your papers and notes out. We got locks for you, baby. No bagels and props. Just locks and props on draft day 2020. Stick around. Tom Arnold's been active on your. Twitter. He's been liking a bunch of stuff. Oh, he has? Yeah, I was just, uh, I'm like, why is Tom Arnold? Did he say anything? We have to get him on. I know. We need to get him on. Do we have it? Yeah. You have it, Robin? Yeah. Oh, okay, because I don't have it in my yeah. system. I, I never had it loaded. It was always done from the studio. 
I got it. So every time somebody does like an ice cream joke or Nancy, I always post that picture of me and Nancy Pelosi in L.A. a few years ago when we were at this NIAP uh, event. What the heck is going on on my computer? Mm, don't need that. One for R says, so do I have to start drinking at 10 a.m. West Coast or East Coast time, according to the video? <laughs> Did you see this Denzel Mims video that he posted? Y'all ready? Okay, great. Well, those were the ones that we recorded last week. They're, they'll be good for a while. So Denzel we Mims. Should, but we should, yeah, those are generic, but we should definitely have some weekly that we're sending out. Yeah. Well, the guys, Caleb and Conlon now know because they have the shells, and um, Andy's going to send me another 10-second shell, too. Not to outdo Joe Burrow, who's going to be the number one pick, Harry. Denzel Mims. Mims has just posted a video. How do you think, um, oh, what was his name? Last name Hand. Lee Steinberg's guy, Temple. We're not going to put him on, no, Robin. No, 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 I'm not saying, how do you, Harrison he's not Hand. Going to go in the, he's not going to go to like the third or fourth round. Third or fourth? He was maybe the worst interview of on on, on uh, no, radio. No, yes, no, yes. Harry, he was the one that had the posse with him. He was fine. No, was he wasn't. He wasn't good with uh, me and Aton. He was not. He wasn't very good, oh, Robin. He's I not a good public speaker. He's a, you know he's oh, a I'm kid. No, not no, a, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the other guy. You're thinking of the Griffin brothers, yeah. Robin. No, not the Griffin brothers. You're thinking of the former the player who was doing the MCing, who's doing <coughs> NFL stuff. No. What's that do? Yes, you are, Robin. No, I'm getting Atlanta and. Um, uh, you're thinking of the dude who was, was doing. He's good. I got Super Bowls mixed up. You got everything mixed up. I did. I, I'm way off. No, Lee Steinberg brought in um, a. It wasn't a Lee Steinberg guy, Robin. This was, was a guy. A, this was a guy that, that Don Collins went over and got no, for us. No, you're. Would you stop? Putting words into my mouth, I am thinking. You started of talking about a Temple kid who yes. was absolutely horrific. He's a Lee Steinberg client. Okay, and he's Tony. not going to be drafted until the fourth round. All right, that, that's who you're thinking of. He's really good. He okay. is really good. Never. He should be on TV Never. after he's. Yeah, no, he is fantastic. Robin, cut her mic. Yeah. Cut her mic off. It's over. <laughs> Oh, it makes me so frustrated because I actually you know wrote that to, to have, Lacey. We need to have a penalty flag in here. Yes. Just start <laughs> Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. So if you think we just, like, sit down and relax during the break, 
You're missing the best part of the show. Robin is tripping balls today. Oh, man. <laughs> We need a penalty flag. We do. Yeah, I actually serious. had to tell, I had to yell Turner Mike off during the break. I am so annoyed though, because I gotta you, give her one of these right now. Harry is annoyed at me because you put words into my mouth and they're actually what you said, not what I said. Harry's looking into Southwest flights oh. right now. That's how bad it got during the break. Damn. <laughs> what is going on back there? They're easy to get right now too. <laughs> Although I got an I got an airline outrage I gotta get oh, to. Oh you today. do? Oh yeah. All right, let me write that down. Make sure Air, we write, hit write it. it down. Airline outrage. Because I don't get outraged that often. All right. Especially when we got action. Now, is the Philly Godfather called in? Oh, you got to call him now. I, I, I need action. That's what it is, Harry. Mm -hmm. I'm sick and tired of no action. But we will have the Philly Godfather. We got some props. We got all kinds of good stuff. Plus, we'll have listener mail today. And uh, the Gronk effect and all the other. There's so many mm -hmm. things you can bet on, Harry. Yeah, the Gronk effect is, is pretty strong. We'll and have the odds on that. The, Gr the Gronk effect on Tampa Bay's odds. You know who will have the answer to that? This man right here, ladies and gentlemen. Get money, yo. My man, what's up, brother? Here we got, father. I'll give you a call back in a little bit. East Coast, Philadelphia, born and raised In the streets is where I spent most of my days Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool And against my dad's wishes when I dropped out of school But yeah. mom didn't raise no food, yeah. no a rookie My life took a change when I found my first hey, rookie It's not my fault, and it's not the city's fault That beef, some of the best minds in the world have come from Next Philadelphia, Pennsylvania You know, the people who are on the radio who are from New York Who are from California They give love to their native sons, right, huh? Sure. So we're supposed to be, I mean, look at all the great minds that have come from here. And there's a lot of crappy ones, too. Don't get me wrong. Beginning with ours. Exactly. If we could be successful, anybody could be successful. But this guy is successful for one reason, Harry. Because he delivers. He is the Philly Godfather. For the first time on Sirius XM 111. But a long-time friend of the program. The great Philly Godfather. How are you, man? Great, man. Just trying to keep safe, trying to keep busy, setting up a new office, uh, getting ready for uh, sports to come back, getting ready for all the action so we can start firing again. Played a little bit of basketball, and now I'm on the radio with the two legends of uh, Philly radio, Harry Mays and Tony Bruno. It's an honor. And don't forget national radio, man. We know we're not just keeping it local anymore. This is we're internationally known now, Philly Godfather, as you well know. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Now I saw the picture of your office. And everybody's posting those now. But I saw you playing basketball. You even, like, were putting bets on whether you made the shot. So you're taking a shot. You're on your own house. It's in your own backyard. So you didn't have to get a couple pieces of two-by-fours and seal your rim to prevent you from going outside on your own property to play with your kids, right? Yeah, we got 10 acres over here. We got basketball courts, tennis courts, alpacas. You name it, we got them. Beautiful. Now, people want to know when you're, uh, you're going to post pictures of your, your C6 Corvette with the chrome spinning rims. Do you have any, <laughs> do you have any pictures of that? Now, I haven't gotten a new one yet. I'm going to wait off, man. This, uh, this uh, pandemic has slowed down business big time, so it's better to play safe than sorry. Hey, PGF, if this thing goes on uh, much longer, I, can I come down there and at least, like, uh, design a golf hole on your 10 acres? You know, like a green, a green. I'll even put a bunker in and everything at a tee box. The I whole think he's nine. got a bunker already. Well, he in must. Case, but yeah, he yeah. built. Well, he doesn't have sand in his bunker. Anytime you want, Harry, you're invited, man. Come on over. I may be coming down there and pitching a tent for before long. Yeah. I need to get out of the city, man. I got to get the hell out of here and get to some fresh air. I know. I mean, it's an outrage. 
All right, now we got action. And we, we're, the first thing we're talking about is the Gronk effect, mm -hmm. which is, you know, because last year you hit, you, know, you had LSU before anybody even knew about it. You had the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC before anybody knew about it. So it's all about looking, projecting what's going to happen in the future. You know, there's a lot of bets you can make today and then find out tonight. When you can look seven, eight, nine, ten months ahead, that's when you know you've got it going on, my friend. Yeah, you got to you know, be ahead of the curve. You've got to get the best of the number. And, again, this year, back in early March on Twitter, gave out Tampa Bay at 50-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl before the Tom Brady news, and we gave them out at plus 700 to win the South. So uh, we're sitting on some pretty good numbers, and everyone that followed me on Twitter is sitting on a great number, and all my members at thephillygodfather.com. We're sitting pretty. Uh, I mean, Tampa Bay is going to be a beast this year. And people always, talk, you know, people always love betting against New England because you were always paying a premium to back that team, and the line would always be inflated. But guess what? They kept covering. They made you rich. So I think the same thing's going to happen this year with Tampa Bay. Now the line went from 14 to one. They're down to 12 to one. Is that going to go lower? Because you know what happens. People are going to get excited, and they're going because I think 12 to one is a pretty good number right now. Oh, it's a great number. I've even seen it as low as 10 to one. So the Gronk effect is real. The Tom Brady effect is big time. And their season win totals went from nine to nine and a half. I've seen them as high as ten, which is tough in that division. There's some good teams with the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons are going to supposed to be much better. So ten's a tough number. Over nine, I think, was an easy, easy bet. Ten, ten and a half gets a little shady. So you got to be careful when you, you know when you're placing these wagers. All right. What about uh, tonight with the draft? What where Tua gets drafted? I'm very curious about. About that, over four and a half, over three and a half, are some of the uh, uh, the numbers I'm looking at. Minus two ten is over three and a half. Minus two twenty five over four and a half. What would you do with that? I mean, he's banged up, and anytime there's a lot of uncertainty in any market, whether it's you know stock market, real estate market, and now you got the draft, guys that were banked up tend to fall, man. And I, I, I mean, you can even go over five and a half plus one fifty. I seen out there if you don't want to lay uh, the heavy number. I think he's going to drop. I, I, I can't see him go under, under five and a half. I'll go over four and a half, over five and a half. Uh, if you don't want to lay the heavy juice, go over five and a half. Well, you know, wow. if, you, if he's the second pick, which he's not going to be, that would be unless there's a crazy development. Yeah, 16 to that. 1. Uh, as the fourth pick, he's 17 to 2. As the third pick, he's 9 to 2. Sixth pick, 15 to 4. But the fifth pick is where a lot of people think he may wind up in the Miami situation. It's 8 to 5. Honestly, I think you can go to the Chargers at six. Miami is that team that can mess up everyone's mock draft because they got three picks in the first round. They got 14 picks overall. So if they move up to trade at the number three to grab an offensive tackle, then that changes everything. But I think they're going to go after Herbert. I think people, you know, these teams are scared of Tua. It's one of those years where anyone that was banked up is going to drop, whether you're a quarterback, whether you're a wide receiver, whether you're an offensive lineman. If you're banked up, you're going to drop down in this draft because these teams couldn't look at these players the way they wanted to. I mean, it's just a lot of uncertainty, and I think teams are going to play it safe. I think they're going to be looking at a lot more offensive linemen. you got a lot of great wide receivers in this draft. you got, you know, four solid quarterbacks are definitely going to go in the first round, Burrow, Herbert, uh, Love, and Tua. It just depends how high you think Tua's going to go. And with that type of injury that he has – I mean, that's, that's not a shoulder injury. That's, that's that Bo Jackson injury, and that could be very serious. He's the type of player that loves to, to draw contact, to make plays happen. That's a dangerous proposition for any one of these teams to pick him this high in the draft. This I, all, yeah, I, need, I, need, I need a lock. I need, I, well, this almost always, seems too easy. I got one here. Yeah, I need a lock. Total players from Clemson drafted in the first round. It's over one and a half. I, it's easily two. 
right? Yeah, but what do you? What is it? Minus one twenty? Well, no, it's minus two twenty-five. You got to lay two twenty-five. That's some heavy juice. I, I like. You no, know, I like. I like under a half a running back picked in the first round. I don't think DeAndre Swift gets picked. You don't think so? Yeah. So I, you grab plus one fifty. So you're getting positive money. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically a coin flip, and they're giving you plus one fifty on a coin flip. I want to take that bet every time. Philly Godfather. You can follow him on Twitter at Philly Godfather. Betting against a local kid. How about that? It's not about, you Man. know, it's not, loyalty is only as uh, thin as your wallet right now, Harry. <laughs> Mine's pretty thin. I need action. I need action. I'm not going to go online and, 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 and play dumb video games. I need legitimate action. Quarterbacks plus running backs. <laughs> drafted in the first round under five. You like that? Quarterbacks and running backs under five? Yeah. yeah. What, what, you getting plus money on that? Uh, no, it's minus 140. Wow. Yeah, I like that. I, like, I would lay that one for you. Okay. I also like over 16 and a half offensive players uh, in the first round. you got so many offensive linemen. you got eight or nine guys. A lot of wide play. receivers. Yep. Yeah, you got quarterbacks. a lot of wide receivers. you got four quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good one. C.D. Lamb on the 12 and a half. I laid 150 on it. I think that number went up to as high as 200 or 220. Uh, the Raiders are looking to get him, but if the Broncos trade up to number 11, Mm-hmm. Uh, number town, so they they might be able to grab him early. Right. Uh, like that bet. Uh, you think else? he's definitely uh, the first wide receiver out, off the board? Yeah, 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 definitely first wide receiver off the board like that. Derek Brown is intriguing. He's a monster. He's a man child over 320 pounds. Mm-hmm. I went under seven and a half. I just think he's probably the fourth best player in this draft. I think someone's going to grab him. Laid 150 on that. Uh, C.D. Lamb, like we talked about, total offensive players over. Uh, Tua over. Four and a half or five and a half, whatever you want, you know, which way you want to go, whether you want to lay the big juice on it or take the plus money at over five and a half. And uh, they're, they're pretty much my safer bets. A couple of years ago, I got some solid intel on Joey Bosa when we went under three and a half plus 500. I gave it out on Twitter for free. This year, uh, the intel just ain't there, man. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of these teams are, are hesitant. They're flip flopping every day. You're hearing different you know, news on every team all the time. And uh, nothing, you know, nothing that we can actually bury that I can give out an all-out burial alert right. on Twitter. Is there, so, is there a prop for Jerry Judy now that he's one of the guys that uh, is rumored to fall a little bit? Uh, Jerry, I think it was what, over twelve and a half plus a buck fifteen or a buck twenty under. It's still juiced at a minus one forty-five. So he's probably going to go to the Forty ers thirteen. Uh, so I would go over twelve and a half, take yeah. the plus money there because that's also a coin flip, and you know. On coin flips, I'm always taking the plus money. I'm hearing whispers of uh, the Giants, plus 300, uh, worse. Oh, yeah. From That's Iowa. what I'm hearing whispers. Under 8.5, minus 140, you can you can take that also. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's probably the best offensive lineman uh, in this draft. Uh, I mean, him and Wills. You know, but from, I'm from hearing Alabama. whispers that they're going after worse. So if you get plus 300, you got to make the wager. You're here to make money. You're not here to lay heavy odds. Right. Because you can get crushed that way. You know, my biggest question is, with all of these numbers and stuff, because obviously when we have games, we know, and, 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 and people that don't like gambling, guess what? It's bigger than ever. When the NFL starts embracing and starts putting up point spreads now on the screens on games, you know they have finally come in. They're like Pennsylvania with liquor laws. Yeah. They've been resisting <laughs> so long to have people acknowledge that you can bet on football, and now the states are making money from it. Then they finally now embrace it. So everybody wants the, the odds, and right now we don't have a lot of games. Now, are you going to get into the Bundesliga because they're starting up in May oh, 9th, will. Billy Godfather? <laughs> wherever, I, wherever I find an edge. I mean, <laughs> if we're tossing quarters, if I've got an edge, I'm going to bet it. You know, I'm always looking for that edge. I'm always looking for positive expectation. I'm looking to make money. 
And the funny thing about the liquor and the sports betting is that's what built our country. That's what built the NFL, betting on these teams on Thursday night that nobody wanted to watch, and everyone was drinking at the games. And finally, you know, it's happening. What was that Russian soccer league you were betting on years ago? <laughs> uh, Belarus? Secret information. Is that Belarus? <laughs> correlated. Uh, correlated, that's parlay. it. Yeah, the correlated parlays. Oh. Correlated parlays. Oh, he buried it. Wow. <laughs> Are you part of the Russian conspiracy? He had a really good August. Have let, you let been colluding you. with the Russians on uh, <laughs> soccer picks overseas? Man, if they give me information, I'm firing, Tony. Got no shame in my game. Do you know, are you a puppet for Putin? That's what I want to know, Philly Godbrother. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely Cor- not. Correlated Russian America. soccer. Correlated Russian soccer? Yes, yes. Sounds like a strip club. I'll tell you what, you could put a kid through college with what he made on that. Wow. <laughs> God, those brown bags were out of here. Brown paper bags were coming. Now, how is Franz Beckenbauer looking for the uh, reopening of the Bundesliga? I haven't checked on him in a while. Harry, that's great. Franz Does Beckenbauer. Robin still play in the, Robin. In the no, Bundesliga? Yeah, no, he Ro- played for Bayern Munich. Bayern, yes, yeah. Rob, let's go to our uh, European soccer expert, Bundesliga, <laughs> I, uh, Dutch soccer. I only know how to pronounce the names. I'm not uh, the expert on the teams. Okay. <laughs> now, there's two guys named Robin who yeah. are from Ro- the Netherlands. Right. Robin van Persie. Robin van Persie. No, not him. And Arjen Robin. That Arjen guy. Robin, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. I know the names Von Persie was with Arsenal at one point in time a long yeah. while ago. Yeah. This is great soccer knowledge. Yeah. You're not getting this on any other no. sports show. Do you think these <laughs> other strappers know anything about the, the beautiful game? <laughs> What's the matter with you, man? Football. <laughs> All right, last thing, Philly Godfather. Of course, you know, where we're talking about the, the betting and stuff and what's out there right now. But, you know, people, people want act and horse racing. Harry had the story the other day. Fox Sports, they're going to they're gonna go heavy on, on, on horse racing because horse racing is still going on in and the NBC tracks. And NBC Sports Network. NBC Sports yeah, Network. Yeah. People want action, man, and, you know, you don't have to go to the track. That's the best thing. You can sit at home and put your TV set on and bet all afternoon like a lot of degenerates who listen to this show do. Yeah, I mean, long term, it's, it's tough to make money betting on horses. Uh, obviously, we know horses don't bet on people for a reason. But we did give out Nadal a while back to win the Kentucky Derby at 50-1 to 1 on Twitter. And now I think those odds are down to 6-1 to 1 or 8-1. to 1. Mm. So uh, when that pops off, check out Nadal for the Kentucky Derby. But uh, horses are difficult, man. I'm not an expert of horses. I never, you know, proclaimed to be one. Uh, I talked to one, one buddy, Harry the Horse, who gets a lot of information. Yeah. And with me, horse racing is all about information. So if you get the right information, you can make a couple bucks. Well, if you were listening last year during the Kentucky Derby, when I released on this very broadcast entity, not on Sirius, we weren't on, on the Twitch stream, I gave it out on the air, oh. the Super Factor for the Kentucky Derby. I gave it out. But you didn't bet it. But then when I went to bet on it, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but oh. Luigi Curto. It's not me this time. It's no? not me, no. Luigi Curto confused me, and he's like, let's go to the kiosk. I like to go to the window and talk to people when right. you're allowed to touch and talk to people right. and hand money and get tickets. And I didn't bet my own picks, and I would have won. How much was it, like $90,000 no. or something like that? It was 500 and something because the one horse was disqualified. I don't remember or... what it was, but I don't even want to remember. Yeah, it was, five, it was 500 and something. Wow. Thousand. It's an outrage. A half a million dollars, Harry. I could have retired. Now, is Luigi working that off? I mean, how, how does <laughs> that know. work? No, no, no. I didn't know. blame him. So, but, I got a question for you. You know everybody and anybody. I mean, when we were down in you know, Super Bowl, Radio Row, you know everybody. Who do you think the Eagles are going to pick with their... Uh... Well, I don't know that much. I don't know Howie Roseman. 
And even Howie Roseman probably doesn't. I bet, I bet the owners of teams <laughs> and a Hall of Famers down there, you name it. I mean, you don't have no uh, no – no inclination who you think the going to I think they're going to go after a receiver. I think if they don't take a receiver, this city will be burning tonight. But then again, it's usually burning every night anyway, depending on, you know, what the weather is. No, I think they're going to take a receiver. If they take, if they take an offensive lineman down there, I'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. If they take a, a linebacker there, unless it's like the best linebacker who's still there, I think the I – I know he doesn't listen to the fans, but I think they take a wide receiver because there's so many of them available. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. There's a lot of them available, and that they sit there at 21 and don't trade. They got to take a receiver. Yeah, I agree. With you. I think that kid Jefferson. He, yeah, that's he, who he's everybody's got great thinking. Hands. Justin he's Jefferson, got speed. wide you, receiver, you, 6'1", 202 from LSU. You think he'll be there at 21, or they have to move up I a think, little bit? I, I, I don't know. I think they have to move up to get him yeah. because he's that good. Uh, if they don't move up, obviously linebacker who's that kid Murray or Murray Patrick from Queen. Oklahoma. I think those two guys. Yeah. You know, Queen's got an upside. He's a little undersized. But the Eagles right. have not been very good at picking linebackers. Well, they haven't done it in the first round since 1979. And you know who that was, right? The guy from Jerry UCLA. Robinson yep. from UCLA. And you know why they took him? Dick Vermeil. Because Dick yeah. Vermeil coached him sure. at UCLA. But he was a great player, Jerry mm-hmm. Robinson. He was. Great guy. Fun guy to be around and an outstanding linebacker. They've taken some linebackers, not in the first round, but it just seems that none of them really pan out. And that's, that's why I think people would a little be, be a little leery if the Eagles go linebacker with their first pick. Well, you would think with Pittsburgh being so close, they could just make a phone call and see what they thought. Yeah, right. I'm sure there'll be some of that. But I, yeah. t- t- if you think I know who the Eagles are going to pick, I'm guessing like everybody else, man. Yeah, I agree with you. It's a tough draft this year, a lot of uncertainty. Exactly right. Meanwhile, Philly Godfather, Gronk, touchdowns, five and a half, over, under. Seems too easy to go over. On that team. That's a tough one. Seems too easy to go over there, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think they're begging How about Gronk over. receiving yards, 650 yards for the season, over or under? I would go under. Under mm. six feet? Yeah, I think so. Because he's not going to—he yeah. not going to catch the all the way down the field. He's going to catch a couple of dump offs, end zone alley oops, you know, because he's a big, strong guy. I agree because they got a lot of weapons down there. Yeah, now. they do. I mean, Evans is unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. I'll go under on the uh, receiving yards. Five and a half touchdowns. I think he's going to get fed the ball a lot down in the red zone here. You're going over on the nine and a half wins, though, right? I went over nine. Yeah, I went over nine and a half as well. Yeah. Beautiful, man. Ladies and people and keep talking about how old Brady is. I mean, Brady's is almost as old as he is. So, uh, it's just, you know, there's, there's so much chatter out there. Oh, they're not going to be good. They're going to be overpriced. Tom Brady. If they so protect old. him, he's going to throw the football and he's going to complete them. That's the biggest question is the offensive line because he's got the weapons around him. And if he doesn't get blocked, they don't get an offensive lineman, the Patriots, I mean, the, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, then they've done a bad job. You have to. And I know, you know, we were talking yesterday with, uh, with, with the Anthony Becht. Mm-hmm. They don't use tight ends. Bruce Arians is not a big multiple tight end guy. But when you got Gronk, you're not going to use him? All right. No, he'll, he'll adjust exactly. because of the talent. Damn right, man. But, I mean, they went 7-9 and nine last year with, with Jameis throwing 31 interceptions. And they lost six games by a score less, and two of them were in overtime. Yeah. And in the games that they did lose, I think Jameis threw 23 interceptions and the opposing quarterbacks threw just one. So this team could be very, very dangerous. Those were in the, in the losses he threw 23 out the of the 31. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. Phil the Godfather, ladies and gentlemen. Follow him on Twitter. He always has good stuff. He's always does funny stuff. He posts pictures. He posts himself playing basketball. He's a regular guy. You know, he's not just pimping gambling all the time. 
first of all, there's no gambling to pimp. <laughs> all right, I'm going to bring a John Deere down there next week, man. I'm going to mow out a, a hole. Yeah. Bring it all down. Right? Whatever you're ready, Harry, man. Open uh, invitation. All you guys. Much love. You, you got any sand down there? Because if you want a really good green, you got to mix some sand into it. Just let me know what i got to do. That's where they get the sand for a lot of the golf courses. <laughs> it's down near where he lives. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You bring yeah. sand to your own green? Uh, well. Can, can we teach the alpacas how to golf her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the alpacas. I haven't met the alpacas. The you alpacas will be the caddies. You uh, throw the bag over the... Godfather raises alpacas down there. <laughs> can I ride them? Can you ride an alpaca? Uh, I haven't tried. I mean, Frank White, the you whole one, I got to call him Frank White. He's a little mean. I don't know. He's a little mean. An alpaca would be good for you. <laughs> I'm a big alpaca guy. I yeah. see those commercials late night. I've been trying to get one, but I don't think they'd work in South Philly in a 5x5 five five backyard, would no, they? They need some room to roam, don't they? Just tap. <laughs> Philly Godfather, always good to talk to you, man. We'll see you soon, I hope. Good luck. Stay safe. <laughs> there he is. Let's give him a roaring round of applause. Uh, You know who raised alpacas? They used oh. to pitch in Philadelphia. No, it was I was Buffaloes. Oh no, you're no. thinking of the basketball player. No, no, baseball. You know, you know who I'm talking about? Who played for the Sixers? Got a lot of money from Larry Brown and then retired. Oh, that's went down uh, to the, the Carolina center. Yeah, what's uh, his name? Geiger. Yeah, Matt Geiger. He had a zoo. He kind of had. His yeah, own, he, he almost had like the what's her name? Like, <laughs> what's her name? Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. I, in fact, I bet he knows her. Oh, I'm sure. I guarantee you. You think so? No, he lived in Florida and he had big, big game animals. I guarantee you. That's a tight There's a lot of weirdos community. in Florida who I do know. crazy stuff like that. Well, Geiger's a weirdo. But I thought he was in, like, North Carolina, Matt Geiger, when he had all the buffaloes. No, I think that was in Florida, Are I you sure, Aaron? But Buffalo I'm, in Florida? I'm talking about Billy Wagner. Billy Wagner. Billy Wagner had a for the farm. Mets and then, I mean, the Mets and then came to the Phillies, obviously. He had a farm and probably still does in Virginia, and he has alpacas. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. Tony, just in case people were wondering, because there's a couple of people that said the Superfecta was actually only worth 51000 That's what I said, yes, 50 grand. But, but you actually gave out and would have played what you wanted to play on your piece of paper was the super high five. You risked another, you wanted to risk another 120, which would have had a return of $544,100. Wow. And I gave it out. And I had people calling me. And my buddy John Martin from ESPN. Oh, my God. He was you crying. Won. You won. Well, did he you bet won. it? No, nobody else bet it either. Why not? Because they're dopes. I gave you a $500,000 high-five superfecta lock in the Kentucky Derby. And how many of you morons listen to me? Including yourself. Where did you give that out? On the show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have video proof. Yeah, no, I wasn't it's listening. It's on tape. It's on tape, certified, guaranteed, verified. Why do you think I'm verified on Twitter, Harry? Wow. You give out that kind of stuff, you get a damn blue check mark. Bam! Every single day. All you people wondering why I'm verified. I just thank God it wasn't me that screwed that one up because I never would have lived that one down. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you'd be here. No, I don't no, think I would have. I would have been the problems out. we have already, even, even with it. Jeez. Meanwhile, we're coming back. You know we have, Carrie. <laughs> We've got a... Alex Trebek update oh, today. This is tremendous audio. God, I love Alex Trebek. Well, not one, but two. We have a bonus Alex Trebek. His name came up this morning, and again, what did you think? Yep, I'm thinking COVID-19. Yep. Yeah. Or cancer, which then they would have called COVID-19. That's right, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Everything's COVID-19 now. You got a toothache, it's COVID-19. We're coming back and taking your calls at 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. 
It is draft day. You can drink red wine if you want to. Either. Either way, just drink. Come right back. TMCD 215 is McMullen again? (laughs) (laughs) I think actually McMullen's gotten even better since he first started on the show. Like, today was. He's always always fantastic. He's always good. But, like, today was really good. There's people that just want to complain. No, there's like only one or two people, but then there's also no, the th- Twitch board people have gotten real. They've gotten, they've yeah. gotten really negative. Yeah, I think Harry Mays may have something to do with it. <laughs> I mean, Harry has w- rubbed off on these. Krause, people. they used to all love this show. There's somebody on Twitch who every time we start singing tells me I should stop singing. I mean, really, how can somebody not love my v- wonderful singing voice? It's shocking. Even Dean, who's ripping me on Twitch, didn't play that super. It was a superfector. It wasn't a high five, Robin. It was the superfecta, and I boxed it, and I added a fifth horse. You said it was a high five on the show. I know. It was okay. a superfecta, and what I did is instead of just taking four horses, I think I took six horses. Okay, well, whatever it is. It was it was going to be 500,000. And then all you need is four of the six horses to come in, which is still hard when there's 20 horses in the field. There's not a lot of Twitch neglection. Bullshit. We've been mentioning Twitch. We, who do we talk to during the breaks? Yeah. Other than yelling at one another in here. <laughs> Twitch neglection. Bastards. No other show pays attention to their to their video stream and their other product. Patrick coming on tomorrow, 5:20. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to send. I have. I'm having a Streamlabs issue in the middle of the show. Check the lock icon by the source and the s- no. What? What's this guy saying? Okay. If anything else needs to. Bruno's big ass fan is a leader in the clubhouse right now. Yes. Forty three percent of the vote. I like the uh, San Antonio. That's a good one too. Yeah. But you know, it's not I up do. to me. It's the it's the it's the voters. We don't uh, we don't manipulate the vote. We don't. Uh, you don't need an ID to vote here. Welcome back. 
The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. We do the heavy lifting. You just sit back and relax and enjoy. That's why we're here. We're an essential service, Harry. Now, you know, even though the governor of Pennsylvania has not deemed us such, right. we have deemed ourselves essential services. Now, Tony, we, we, we might have an issue. Kind of. What, we, what do you mean we might have an issue? Regarding the, uh, the fan voting, AJ in San Antonio, who is the person who gifted mm -hmm. the fan to us and who is the one that came up with Fan Antonio mm -hmm. for to, to, for the naming rights. Mm -hmm. Made the final four. It made the final four. So are people suggesting the fix is in? But he is saying, I'm issuing an executive order for Fan Antonio. Let it be done. Does he get extra votes because he purchased the item? Wait, wait. Is he Charlton? Char no. Uh, what was it? It was um, the bald guy who said, so let it be written. So let it be done. Uh, Yul Brenner. Yul Brenner. Oh, Yul Brenner. Yul yeah. Brenner in the Ten Commandments, right? So it is written. So it is done. Okay. Remember Never when saw they it. finished the Ten Commandments? Yes. Never saw it. So Harry now Green. what should should his I, Wait vote? a minute. i got to give Harry one of these. <laughs> wait. It's on like every year for the last 100 years. Okay. Harry. Yeah, I've never seen it. You don't have to see the movie. You have to know the good lines, Harry. You know oh. <laughs> now, what do we do now, Robin? I, uh, so is well, he saying that he should, that he, he should win? Is that what he's saying? Well, he's, he's making saying, an executive he's order. He's saying, I'm issuing an executive order for Fan Antonio. Let it be done. So Does he that, wants the end of the polling. Yeah. He wants Fan Antonio. Is this to voter be, suppression? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> is this voter manipulation? Kind of sounds like living in Pennsylvania <laughs> right now. <laughs> He he definitely you know does it does his vote get get way heavier because he purchased the item? Well, everybody's getting heavier now except us. We're on yeah, keto. Right. People are eating their asses off at home. I don't mean literally because that would be painful and really not kind of disgusting. Well, yeah, yeah. Depending on you know who you're with. Or. Now Collins twenty one is agreeing. He says that's the way it should be. If you buy it, you have it named after you. So any any of the Amazon wish list items that people purchase for us, it should be named, or they can name it. They have the naming rights. If you touch it, you buy it now. Well, you remember if you break it, you buy it when you mm -hmm. go into a store. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you touch it, you have to buy it, right? Because if you touch it and you don't have gloves on. Well, it could have COVID on it. Yeah, yeah. shouldn't the store say the same thing? I would think so. Hey, you so. touch that. You own it. You touch that salami. You better take that salami home with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. This is up to Tony to decide. Yeah, this is your, I mean, maybe Tony. Well, wait, why don't we have a poll then? I know. We, what, do you, what does this look like? The Democratic uh, nomination? Where they just basically stop having primaries and declare somebody a winner without the necessary electoral votes to secure the nomination? Who was in the lead in, on the poll? It was the BBAF. Yeah. Was Fan Antonio far behind? Um, I got to get out. Right. We, see, now Dan Patrick has the Danettes, and at least one of them is always responsible for keeping track of the poll, the daily poll. Okay, well, we haven't assigned that, uh, that duty. Well, right now, Bruno's big-ass fan is in the lead at 42.3%. Okay. And then coming in second is Fan Antonio, 29.8%. Yes. And we still have five hours left. Yeah, that's a long time. So I, I want you to get on Twitter right now. Forget about your stupid mock drafts. Get the damn important question answered. I, what I, are we naming the fan? I think... Fan Antonio needs to go out and, and get some more votes because it's so far behind. You can't just say it won. 
23% compared to 45? 29.8%, Harry. I just, I just 29.8 percent. It oh, says okay. right there. That is fresh. We don't have several precincts reporting yet. <laughs> Colin twenty-one. Democracy well, we sucks. Got <laughs> some hanging chads. Too. Well, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, twenty-nine point eight. Painful too, man. Okay. I had to have that done last year. But still, it's you get those things taken out. Those hanging chads. <laughs> Twelve, thirteen percent behind. But Harry, it's still the night's still young. Those are just the those are the those are the fringe precincts. When do we get the eleventh precinct? And when do we get Precinct 9? You know what? And you... District 9, where all those aliens are in. Remember that movie, District 9? Oh, he was so, that was such a great, great movie. movie. Did you see that one, Josie, District 9? Charlotte Copley. of it. Charlotte Copley was in it. Yeah, we actually, we actually had him interviewed on live. him when that movie came out. And he was in South Africa. Yes. Yeah. Never heard of him. No, he's been in a lot. He was in that movie. Where he was great in that movie. <laughs> and then he was in the, uh, the reboot uh, the of A-team. the A-Team. He oh, played really? one he of played, the guys um, in the A team, and he's he a South the crazy African dude. BJ, uh, not not B A Baracus. He didn't play that. Are you talking about Murdoch? Yeah, I don't remember which character he played. Yeah, because well, Murdoch. Yeah, because uh, Bradley Cooper was face. Right. Uh, Liam Neeson was. Oh, why can't I think of Liam Neeson was t- was taken again. It I can't taken, think of what the that was taken one point oh. I think. <laughs> but anyway, Hannibal. That's Charlton. Co- yeah, Charlton Copley, very very good actor. Mm-hmm. And he was in District 9, where they're in South Africa, and these aliens come down, and then they, they're kept in this one neighborhood yes, in the slums. And Chato Copley becomes a friend of them because he protects them. And then he becomes an I don't want to give it away if you haven't seen it yet, Harry. What's the matter with you? You can man? give it away. I don't well, think, we, I don't think it's on the list. Let's get it to Alex Trebek here, Harry. Yes. So you see Alex Trebek trending. The good news is he's still alive. The better news is... He really has zero frigs to give right now. Yeah, his F tank is empty. Oh, it is I'm absolutely. I'm telling you what, it it's is awesome. Absolutely, and it's a joy to watch. It really is. This has now become, if it wasn't before, must-see TV. Yes. And thankfully, people get and tape all of these Wheel of Fortune shows. Not Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, Jeopardy. shows. Yeah. And they tape Wheel of Fortune, too. That's terrible. Now, Pat Sajak's the man. Yeah, Come but on, the man. show's terrible. Yeah, it's jumped to show. I like him, but. But I love Jeopardy. Yeah. Way, way back in the day. So let's do the sports one first, though. Because the sports one is... <laughs> it's a football one, too. It's a football yeah. one. And we're talking NFL draft today, right? Mm-hmm. And Jeopardy, you know, I hate to say dorks and nerds and those terms because some of those are terms of affection. Most of them are. But when you get guys... So there's two guys. One's got a bow tie. Mm-hmm. And the other one's a younger dude. And then there's a chick in the middle. Right. And the only category left was talking talkin football. football. And unfortunately, every single, every single one of the, in the column was right. up there from 100 all the way down to 1,000. And we pick it up right there. Let's go to Alex Trebek and Jeopardy. Uh, football 200. Your choice. Do or don't name this play in which the quarterback runs the ball and can choose to pitch it to another back. It's an option play. Ryan? <laughs> uh, football, 400. <laughs> I can tell you guys are big football fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom Landry perfected the shotgun formation with this team. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Uh, do you think we should go to commercial? <laughs> Ryan? Take it on to 600. Okay, by signaling for one of these, a returner can reel in a kick without fear of getting tackled. 
Fair catch. <laughs> Two clues left, Ryan. 800. These penalties are simultaneous violations by the offense and defense that cancel each other out. And they are called offsetting penalties. Let's look at the $1,000 clue, just for the fun of it. <laughs> Jimmy? As Minneapolis's U.S. Bank Stadium prepares to host Super Bowl 52, I'm looking at the Ring of Honor with names from this defensive line that took the Vikings to four Super Bowls. If you guys <laughs> ring in and get this one, I will die. <laughs> <laughs> Who are the purple people eaters? We're going to take a break. I have to talk to them. <laughs> He's embarrassed. I know. That was oh, great. Yeah. That is absolute brilliance. That's why Alex Trebek, <laughs> one of the all-time, all-timers, and now that he's going through all of these health issues yeah. with the multiple cancer scares, pancreatic, back, pancreatic yeah. cancer, yeah. stage four, and he comes back, and now he's like, and this was actually a couple years ago. Yeah. But there was another episode which we have to play. Now, and is this more recent? I, I believe so. Okay. I don't know exactly when this was, but this is him pretty much telling it like it is when he asks one of the contestants what they enjoy in their private time. What do they do in their spare time when they're not dorks on Jeopardy? And there's no audio on this one. Sorry. That's the one that Why you Why is it me. happening sporadically, Robin? I don't know. So I'll have to find it again, Tony. Okay. But anyway, he does his thing like he does his oh, thing. It's Harry. tremendous. And this one is really a little harsher. It is. This one, I mean, he, you thought he was making fun of those football But people. I like it. This one was with a woman now. I'm sure there'll be a lot of women who watch this and probably thought he was too harsh. Oh, they were offended. Too cruel. Yeah, there's no the doubt. The Me Too movement. I can't believe they didn't go after he him. He might have gotten some blowback. Absolutely. You know? But you know what they say. Tough, uh, you know what? Can we say tough titties on this show? I think so. Absolutely. You just did. Right. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, if I go on that show, I wouldn't know anything about women's literature. Trust me. No. But the damn football questions? Oh, yeah. And music. And music? Yeah. And most of the topics. The problem with Jeopardy contestants? They need to get out more. They're like the kids in the spelling bee. And now that you really are not supposed to go out, they need to go out even more than ever before, Harry. Mm -hmm. Fresh air is important. Yes, it is. And Love that show D. on NPR. Pretty good. We're coming up with more stuff. Guess who's going to join us in the next hour, Harry? Dickie B, baby, down there in Florida, baby. It's going to be awesome. He's a PTP. That's coming up. Stick around. Okay, let me just make sure that it's playing on YouTube. Mm. A lot of times the sound is muted. No, it's not. It's no. it, I don't know why it does that on, on YouTube videos. No, it's supposed to be playing here. Do you do you have my? Yeah, you're up. Uh, it is definitely not playing. What? See, what it's is showing. Going on back it is showing that it is playing, but it is not coming through here. What the hell is going on here? Mm. 
that one's working. What's the song about? When sticky V, the top of the hour or no? No, uh, 520. 520. I got to rip American Airlines today, too. Who is that? Huh? Caleb? Oh. Some drone shots of my club today, dude. The, uh, Who has the drone? The uh, greenskeeper, the superintendent. Beautiful man. He's got a really nice, really looks cool. playable, huh? Yeah. It looks good looks rain. Good. Yeah. Good temperatures. Even the little frost at night, a couple of nights didn't really hurt it. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of snow. Although snow is good for it in the winter time, right? It keeps it like cushioned. Yeah. Yo yo yo. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Ah, uh, yes, a lot of people reacting to Alex Trebek. He is a national treasure, even though he's Canadian, eh? Yeah. He really gets pissed if, if, if there's Canadian uh, topics up on the board at <laughs> Jeopardy and you don't know the answer. He goes off on those people, oh, yeah. too. Yeah. And he should. <laughs> I did find that other one with audio, by the way. Did you want to quickly play that? Oh, yeah. Or? Yeah, we'll play it. But I want to remind people it's coming up this hour. Coming up, of course, we will crown the winner of the Name That Fan Contest. And we're going to give away a Tony Bruno T-shirt, which you can purchase at TonyBrunoShow.com. There's already controversy. There is. Yes. There's already voter suppression, uh, voter irregularities. I mean, you can't do a vote anymore no. in this day and age it without doesn't matter controversy. What it doesn't matter voting. what it is, Tony. No absentee ballots allowed here. No mail-in votes. There have been some mail-in shows, but <laughs> right. not from us. Maybe from some of the guests. Oh, I used to mail some in. Well, yeah, every day. once in a while, you know that's what happens. I bring the stamps right into the <laughs> studio, baby. <laughs> Not now. Huh? We got a lot of them. But it's draft day. <laughs> it's draft day. Damn it! But ladies and gentlemen, let's go to back to Alex Trebek because he ripped the dumb dorks who were on the football uh, final Jeopardy. None of them even attempted no. any answers on any well, of those questions. Well, the one dude he buzzed in twice and then he pretty much tapped out the right. rest of the way. <laughs> Well, then the guy you, with the bow tie didn't even make a move. If you don't tap in, like if you don't know the answer, don't tap in because you'll lose money. Then you'll lose exactly. money. Yeah, and yeah. That's why they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. At least the other two people <laughs> who had no clue didn't even bother putting their hand near the buzzer. But then this is my favorite one. And this one could be a little uh, Me Too movement kind of situation here because it's a lady that was on. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Alex goes up and asks for, you know, in the first break, Hey, what do you like to do in your spare time? And this is awkward a lot of times. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Let's go to the tape. Because some of, some of these people's interests, oh. you're like, what? what? Yeah, let's go to the <laughs> tape, Robin. Please. Oh, are oh, you serious? Robin, I hate to do you, it. Didn't you just hear? No. You just heard it. Yes, like, I heard that. During the break. During the break, you she heard told audio. Me yes, and let's yeah. get, you want to do it at the top when we come back from the break? Yes. And now it's not working again. I don't know what's going on. 
It, this it, is it, like the NFL draft mock draft uh, pregame show really on is. Monday. Do we have like bugs in you the machine? See, there, there's the audio. Son's See? What I did. That audio is there. Yeah, the commercial yeah, work. Commercial. But the and actual then, content and then doesn't. You, and then you go to here, and it's showing that it's there. Are they censoring not. us at Jeopardy? I don't Tell know. Tell you what. Have we been shadow banned by YouTube <laughs> and Jeopardy so, people? I know I'm shadow banned on Twitter. Well, I am yeah. too. I put out brilliant tweets and I get like four likes. Yeah. And some dork with 50 followers gets 87,000 likes. I know. How the hell does that happen? Yeah, exactly. I want an investigation yeah. now. I want to look at this algorithm. Exactly. Well, he was on yesterday, Al Gore, with uh, oh, Al- Vice <laughs> President Joe Biden. You know what he was saying? He was like, wait a minute. I didn't win the vice presidents. I didn't win president when I was with Bill Clinton, and this guy's going to be the president of the United States now. What the hell is going on back there? That's an outrage. Get out! Get out! Meanwhile, <laughs> you also have an airline outrage. Yes, I got to. It's not my style to criticize, but I said this two weeks ago, Harry. By the way, Dick Vitale is going to join us this hour. Five twenty. Yes. What did I say when the airlines, you know, obviously they're hurting. I'm not blaming the pilots. I'm not blaming the flight attendants. Mm-hmm. I'm not blaming the people who put the baggage in. I'm blaming the corporations, okay? Now, I know they're hurting, and so they're getting bailouts, too, because the mm-hmm. government's going to bail them out. And I said when they get bailed out, the least that the airlines should do is try to be a little nicer to the customers, right? Right. Instead of forcing you to sit in that middle seat, Especially with social distancing, they got to keep that middle seat open, right? But they even were charging for middle seats. Like when you bought a flight, it used to be, you know, you picked your flights. Now it's like, hey, if you get a lower fare, you can't pick your flights. They let you wait to the end. But that's not the problem. Guess what they've already announced before they get a dime of federal bailout money at American Airlines started this. And they're the, this is a main hub here in mm-hmm. Philadelphia. One of the biggest, they pretty much own the entire airport. Took over U.S. Airways. Exactly. Yeah. So they're big. I mean, they, you know, they're a big airline, and they do a good job for the most part. But they were the ones with the cojones, the first airline to say, guess what we're going to do, kids? As of April 21st, which was Tuesday, mm-hmm. you want to book a flight? You want to go to Europe? You want to go to uh, Israel, Puerto Rico, the U.S. Virgin Islands, Canada, Mexico, Central America, South America. You know how much that bag's going to cost, your first check bag, Harry? $50. $75 each way, What? What? That's a buck 50? $75 each way. Wow. Hey, up yours, American passengers. We made you sit there. You know, we've not taken care of you over the days. Anytime you want to take a flight, there's always problems. If you want to change your flight, they charge you ridiculous amounts of money. Right. Now, and you guess what's going to happen? Since they were the first to go out and do this, every other airline's going to follow suit. Well, now, they haven't gone to, like, like what Frontier and Spirit does, where you get the seat for, like, $19, and then everything else that you want. No, no, they don't, they're not bare bones. Now, they do have basic fares if you book way in advance and you can get the cheap fare because it's not filled. Right. They'll do that. But you have to pay to check. Now, like, I'm, I'm a premier member. So I get my first bag free. Well, I have that U.S. Airways credit card, Yeah, too. I do, too. Shouldn't and you get one yeah, of those You get a free? bag free yeah, if you're doing yeah. that. But if you're not, if you're not, you're and you're screwed. just more, if you're buying a basic flight cheap right now for future travel, they're going to they're gonna nail you for $75 per for the first bag. Right, right. You know how it happens. You add the second bag. So they announced that yesterday. 
And that is an absolute outrage. Man. They're absolute. going the exact opposite direction of wanting to get people to travel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, Southwest still doesn't charge you for bags. Right. And that's one of their advantages. But, you know, then you have to have the seating thing where you have to log in on truck like in. It's a cattle call. It really is. No, there, but you, yeah. no, you go in and then you get either A, B, or C. And then you want to get the A list so you can pick out your seat when you go in. Mm-hmm. Delta's at least announced they're going to start boarding from the rear, which they should have been doing forever. Because, you know, somebody boards in like a row 10 right. and you're sitting in 20. And then you got to go in there at the same time because you're in the same group number. I used to work for Alaska Airlines. I always boarded from the rear. How do they figure out that group number anyway? It never made any no. sense to me. It's actually more confusing than ever. Yeah. Because I get it. First class first. But you board from the rear. This way the people go in. They go all the way to the back. Mm-hmm. And then they put their bags up in the back instead of, hey, you're in aisle 12. And then you're getting in and you got to go to aisle 25. And that person standing there with the bags, and then it backs up all the way into the damn jetway, mm-hmm. all the way up into the terminal. I mean, how stupid are these people? And I'm not even smart. You're Jesus. Glad he said it. You're pretty smart. <laughs> Our buddy David Conrad in Vegas says, My first bag cost me 100 grand. Her name was Karen. Oh! Jeez. That's rough. That's a rough crowd in there. Karen, isn't that the name now that we call people we don't like? Karen, that's the bad nickname now, right? Yeah. Is that only for... Uh, Not for ex-wives. It's applicable It's applicable in many uh, situations. But is there an age group? No, it could be any. It could be young, oh, old. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's anybody that you don't like or anybody that says something stupid. Now, we could call Robin Karen today, but it's not her fault, really. I mean, she did have the videos loaded, so it's not like she messed up. Well, is it YouTube's fault? Is I it think the it's computer's it's, it's fault? A, I'm not sure. It I'm going to blame YouTube. I think that they... Uh, no, because it was happening on Twitter as well. So I'll blame Twitter too, Jack. I'll blame Facebook. I'll blame Twitch. Mm-hmm. I'll blame anybody, Harry. I can just blame my HP com- laptop computer. That might also be it. <laughs> I'll blame it on the boogie if I have to, because that was a great song with the Jackson 5. Remember that song, Harry? No. You don't remember that song? That was... That's a Jackson 5. What was the song called? Blame, Blame it, on it on the, the boogie. boogie. I used to do water aerobics to that song. No, wait a second. When what? I did water aerobics, when I would go like to Cancun, and I'd be up in the morning. Now, when was this, up. 80s? No, this was 2000s when I was living in L.A. I'd go to Cancun, go for a weekend, enjoy it. Okay. And then I'd get up early because I wanted to be active and mm-hmm. go snorkeling. But I'd get up and do water aerobics in the pool. Mm-hmm. And they always played Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5s. Blame it on the boogie. <laughs> You don't know this song, Harry? I might if I heard it, but I don't know I've by the title. i got to give you one of these right now. Are you finding it, Robin? I'm more familiar with Michael Jackson than the Jackson. Oh, this is a great song. Oh, this is a remix version. Oh, this is a remix. Blame it on the boogie. So this is the club mix. Like yeah, this Robin is when Robin went clubbing. Yeah, when she goes clubbing. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a great song. Just give me a little intro, Robin. Hold on, let me find sure, it. I hope Vic, Dick Vitale's not listening to this down in uh, Florida, down there, Sarasota. <laughs> He's going to cancel his He's appearance. Gonna, he's going to say, I'm missing the afternoon buffet for this. Here we go. You remember this song? This one was Little Michael Jackson. And all the other creepazoids in that family. It was a weird family. Yeah, come on, Mike. Our happy hour, craft party, disco hour, baby. You know why, Harry? Now, are you working out with those styrofoam noodles in the pool here? Don't blame it on the sunshine. Don't blame it on the moonlight. Don't blame it on the good time. Blame it on the boogie. Don't blame it on the sunshine. Don't blame it on the moonlight. Don't blame it on the good time. Don't blame it on the sunshine. Don't blame it on the moonlight. 
that song. Great song. It's a great aerobic, water aerobic song. You don't song. know this song. No, I don't know it, though. It's hard to believe. Yeah. And the Walmart thing. I think you're just throwing it me never, for a loop. It never got through the, the bubble. All right, that's, that's, that's a great song. You, you can't, can't, you can't, and he even says it when you go later. He says, I just can't, I just can't, I just can't control my feet. Mm-hmm. That was the bridge in this song. Even Joe C. remembers this song. Yeah. Joe, did you used to do water aerobics to this song when you were growing up? Uh, the big one was actually Born to be Alive by, uh, I can't think of his what name. What was his name? It was one dude. He was a Frenchman, but he yeah. had an English Remember, name. Born, like, no, I know that song. Patrick Hernandez? Is that yeah. what it was? No, no, he was with the Patriots. No, he's a relief pitcher for the, uh, <laughs> the Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> but there was a- Patrick Hernandez. That is Patrick it's- Hernandez. That is great now. Wow. God, Joe C. is impressing more day by day. There was a uh, place my brother used to work at. It was a retirement home that he worked at the pool there. And a lot of times after high school, I'd just go with him because he wouldn't oh, have time yeah. to drop me off. And... In the aerobics thing, this was on like the 45-minute cassette they had like three times for the uh, the seniors' aerobics. All right. Oh, look, he talked it right up to the vocal too. Come on, it's a draft day dance party, Harry. <laughs> this song is awful. <laughs> <laughs> Everything can't be metal, Harry. Oh, I'm sorry. It's terrible. Now, I, I know ABC by the Jackson 5. Yes. I know, what's it, Shake Your Body. I yeah. know that. Take and Your Body we, Down to the Yeah, that, that's, that was big. There's another one. What's the other big one that I love? <laughs> How am I supposed to know, Harry? Dancing well, Machine? Yeah, Dancing. Uh, okay. yeah, that one. Okay. I know those. No, Patrick Hernandez. That was a great song, Harry. What's the matter with you, He had you, a good man? slider. Yes, he did. <laughs> Who's that situational lefty, you know, come in about the seventh inning? <laughs> he, get, he, was, he, could, he could get right-handers out, too. Wait, that song is in the movie Meatballs with Bill Murray? Which one, Born to be Alive or Blame It on the Boogie? I can't keep track of the great oldies here. But nobody plays it better. You can't even get this on Studio 54 radio on Sirius XM. You know there's a Studio 54 channel here? There is? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Wow. What's but still you, my favorite, though, is Yacht Rock. Do they supply Rock. free drugs? <laughs> yeah. You have to say Yacht You got to bring your own, Harry. Yeah, okay. You got to bring your You got to know somebody at the door. If you can get <laughs> right. through the velvet ropes, you're in, Harry. TMCD215. <laughs> this song is bringing back Tuesday, Harry. <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> now, do you, you have Sirius, right? Yes. Absolutely. Do you ever listen to Yacht Rock Radio? Yes. I love Yacht Rock You have to say it like that, though. Yacht Rock Radio. Yeah. yeah. We were listening this morning when we went to get provisions, mm-hmm. and the guy's got the new lines now, the guy who talks like, you know, Guy with the ascot on his boat, right? In a sailboat playing Christopher like Cross. Yeah, well, like yeah, yeah. And now he's talking about uh, self-quarantined on the boat. Yeah, instead yeah, of using work all the from instead of work from home, uh, WFH, it's WHB, work from boat. Oh, nice. <laughs> so the thing with that station though is they change that format throughout the year. That it's not Yacht Rock Radio for no, months. it is like, now. Now no, it it's is? on all it is year now, long. It yeah. used to be just a summer only because it used to be like Billy Joel Radio. No, no, they, 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 they knew they Yacht Rock it. was huge, Harry. And it's Yacht Rock. 360 Yacht Rock Radio. 366 exactly days yeah. this year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Buffy. Love that crowd. Come my come my kind of people. Canoe canoe. We're coming back. You know who's going to join us? Dickie B, baby! 
Dickie B. Dick Vitale, join us next right here. Tony and Harry stick around. We're having fun again, of course. Oh, he's asking channel two. Uh, we're calling him and the Twitter handle uh, at Tony Blame Bruno it on Show. the <laughs> It's hilarious. Um, they only have like a hundred songs, and it's the same rotation. Mm -hmm. So, like, I used to listen to it, and then after two days, you, you I know memorize it. Yeah, because you know what's coming next. Exactly. Yeah. You know every single song. Yeah. And it gets almost as stale sometimes as like listening to an FM oldie station. Yeah. They play this. They play. There's how many oldies have there been? Thousands and thousands of it, but their playlist is down to like 200 songs. But that's one of the things I like about like Pandora, which I'll listen to like at home. Yeah. Is when you like a song, you yes. know you're going to hear it again. Like they, yes. they just sort of put them in queue after a while. Yeah, you, you know, and, and absolutely. I'm like, I know I'm going to hear these next ten songs, and I'm going to love well, them all. And not only that, but I like how and you can give the thumbs down mm -hmm. to a song that sucks, or, to, or you yeah, yeah. skip it. Yeah, it's like never play this again. You can only do or, so many of those, like in an hour. If or something. you're using the free version, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and but it starts to learn, like. If you like, say, the Jackson 5, it'll start playing more and more songs like that. Um, no, but I, what I like about Yacht Rock, Yacht Rock is that you don't listen to it every day. Mm -hmm. But like you're driving in the country somewhere, you're down near the ocean, you know, and you're driving and you see the, the, the beach and it's closed and it's cold out. You drop and you punch up your Yacht Rock radio. That's right. You know, and you'll hear the same songs, but at least that hasn't been, it's been like six months since you've listened to it last. Like, you know, it was on when Robin and I got, off, got out of the car. Starland vocal band. Oh, man. Afternoon, Afternoon Delight. Delight. Yes. And we're sitting there thinking, remember when this song was like a cheery, happy song? It's a couple getting, going to bang each other yeah. at noon. It was a nooner. It was one of my mom's favorite songs. She had the 45 when I was like eight or nine <laughs> years old. It's talking about sex and orgasms yeah. in exactly. a really happy way. Mm -hmm. Whatever happened to the Starland vocal band? I don't know. <laughs> they even got their own TV show for like a hot second. David Letterman hosted it. Really? Nah. Yeah. Or like, Starland vocal band? Yeah, I don't know if it was a special or if it was an actual series. I think it might have been a variety show, but David Letterman was a host on it. <laughs> wow, I did not know that. God, he's full of stuff. Uh, that's what I heard. Vocal oh. band TV show. Look at that. 1977. Amazing lost video of David Letterman on the 1977... Starland Vocal Band TV show. Wow. Uh, three, two. Did it last longer than the, the Magic Hour? <laughs> the Magic Johnson show, oh, The man. Magic Hour? Didn't Chevy Chase also have uh, yeah, talk Chevy. show last like three weeks? Yeah. yeah. He had one that bombed. Fox has tried on several occasions to launch like a late night talk show. I mean, Arsenio had a few years, but yeah, no, never Arsenio had any luck. Was monster. God, I loved Arsenio. Missinelli's Dryer. Who in their right mind would listen to radio with commercials on Sirius? What? Um, millions and millions of people, including us, because their commercial breaks are fewer and far between. Sirius hardly has, I mean, they, they do have some commercial, because obviously you have to pay somehow or another with we're Listen to terrestrial radio and hear the eight-minute commercial yeah. breaks. Mm -hmm. Follow or watch TV. What was I watching? I was watching Ghost Hunters last yeah. night. 
Mm-hmm. They run like three minutes of content and then five minutes of commercials. I'm like, Jesus. And I, unfortunately, I didn't have it on tape because I couldn't fast forward it. And then every commercial is a company telling you that, you know, we're all in these tough times together. And we were going to sell you a Lexus right now. Mm-hmm. But you're broke AF. There and are so we're going to pretend that you, we care. You know what the difference is? There are some stations on SiriusXM that have no commercials. Yeah. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Nobody brings you obscure TV shows, music. I mean, we should be a, a partial music slash sports slash information show. Because we're not just your basic dumb jocks sports on radio. Show, yeah. We can give you the sports. It's like a crossover show. It really is. It's like infotainment. <laughs> which they tried back in the day and failed miserably. But anyway, we got a lot to talk about. But that was a radio format at one time? Yeah. They tried that in Philly on a couple of AMs when they were saying, oh, where do we go? We can't play Frank Sinatra every 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. So they went to infotainment where the disc jockeys would try to do, like, entertainment stuff instead of just talking up the next song. Mm-hmm. And so it was ahead of its time, actually. Right. But nobody bought it because Philadelphia, like a lot of big cities, very provincial. Yeah. And they don't like anything new. Yeah. They, they don't like the change. St- they don't like yeah. change. And you know what I say to them? Keep the change, you filthy animals. But ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now, down there in Florida, I know he's uh, safe with his family. See him on Twitter all the time. We go back and forth. Old friend from back in the day and one of the all-time greats. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Dick Vitale. Dickie V, how are you, brother? Tony, what's going on? I haven't heard you so long. It's great to have you back. Well, thank you. It's great to be back, Dick. You know, we all go away for a while. We come back, and then we resurface, and I see you in Vegas at fights when I'm out there, and then I see you in Tampa when we're down there in the Sarasota. I'm going over the Sunshine Skyway Bridge, and then I see you down there having breakfast at, what's the name of those breakfast places down Another there? Broken egg, Another Broken Egg. Another Broken Egg, baby. Uh, but you went out there to Beverly Hills, man, with all the Hollywood stars. Exactly. You know, you got to do that once in your life. You got to go out in L.A. and experience that, and then you come back east. And then you go down where everybody seems to be in Florida these days. We're talking to Vince Papali. He's in Jupiter, Florida. We had Joe Theismann on. He's in Jupiter, Florida. And now you're down there, but you live down there, Dick. I live here. They're down in Jupiter making big money, man, because Jupiter's big time. Jupiter's out of my league. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but I'm, 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 I'm not doing bad for a little Italian kid with one eye. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dick, obviously, you know, there's no sports. We saw – we had uh, – you know, we had uh, – We've had college coaches on there talking about basketball. Obviously, the football coaches are trying to figure out whether there's going to be games. The kids are trying to figure out whether they're going to play, whether they're going to go back to class, practice, or whatever. You know, but we had Jay Wright on a couple of weeks ago, and we're asking him. I mean, he's, he, here he is playing in the Big East tournament in New York, and all of a sudden everything gets shut down and everybody goes home, and there's all these transfer portals going on. So it's really crazy out there, especially for college basketball coaches and the kids. Yeah, it's really going wacky with the transfer portal. It's out of it's out of control, basically. It's unbelievable. But you know what? You know, the argument you're going to get, Tony, with that is, you know, coaches can leave and they're not penalized. Why should players be penalized? Because they're going to be voting in May on a new transfer rule. But I want to I want to put this to, to people that want to really listen and not just be so crazy making that statement. First of all, you look at about 50 to 55 coaches that leave during the course of the year. You're talking right now, last year alone, 
was over 1,050 people that were on the transfer portal. It'll be higher this year. If they pass this rule in May that says every player can transfer uh, for one time, they can transfer with no penalty, they can play right away, it is going to create unbelievable chaos. It's not apples to apples. You're not talking about a thousand coaches leaving. Took on fifty. So here's my solution to, the, to this situation: If a coach leaves, those players should have the right, without any request for a waiver, automatically they should be eligible to play wherever they want without sitting out. But everybody else, you got to let them sit out for a year. If you don't do that. You realize the rating that's going to take place? You think about this, Tony. If Tony Bruno was not recruited big time and Tony Bruno went to a mid-major school and he became a star, Tony Bruno will be hunted big time the second and third year he's playing college by the major colleges that will give the word to him somehow, some way, and it's going to create roster chaos. I think I already did that in my career, Dick, when I was with ESPN, and then you know what happens. And I went to Temple, so does that count as a mid? No, that's, I was there with John Chaney. I was there with Harry Litwack back in the day. Those are great coaches, man. <laughs> we missed those kind of guys. We had Litwack and Chaney. Oh, man, I had some great games with them. But, no, it's, it's really it's a rule that's going to – you ask Jay Wright or anybody, it's going to be a rule if passed. See, I know what ESPN wants to pass. They haven't thought about all the ramifications. Is the APR, the rating grade situation. They haven't thought about all that. If they have, they don't want to. You know what they're trying to do? They want to eliminate any more getting all this people transferring, making waiver requests, turning some down, some get approved. They want to eliminate it. So they eliminate simply everybody. You can transfer, and you're all going to be eligible. And that is just plain, plain ridiculous. And an argument, I don't buy that argument if players can leave. Uh, coaches can leave, players can, because it's just not the same. The numbers are not even close. This is what I love about Dickie V, Tony. He doesn't just disagree with something. He comes with a solution. Exactly. You know that's I mean? my man, Harry Mays here, another Temple University legend. And that's what we love about you, Dick. I mean, you tell it like it is. Well, you know, I, I, I feel strongly about it. I have nothing to gain out of this. I'm 80 years old, man. Where am I going to gain out of this? I'm not coaching. But I'll tell you, hey, by the way, Harry and Tony, yeah. I know my man wants basketball badly next year. Say, right, they're loaded. Villanova, some people are picking a preseason number one. They're always yeah, loaded. Exactly <laughs> number one. I stayed with the Catholic religion, though. I stayed with the Hail Marys and our fathers because I got the Zacks, number one. That's the Catholic school of Villanova, number two. Say a couple for Aaron McKee, will you? <laughs> <laughs> time at number one? Oh, John had some great teams. They had some great teams. They disciplined. They executed so well. It was really those olden days. But look at this. We're all excited out here. I'm a season ticket all to the Bucks, man. TMC had me on yesterday <laughs> talking about Mr. Brady. Hey, I just, I just put a tweet up. This is amazing. Tom Brady, since he's been here, he went to the park accidentally. He didn't realize the parks were quarantined and were closed. And the person there had no clue to Tom Brady. But so, you know, he's got to do what everybody else does. Couldn't go to the park and play. <laughs> so he made that mistake. Turnover. Then he goes 
you read this today? Yes, yeah. he went into somebody's out. house, the wrong he house. He went to the wrong house. He was going to see the quarter, offensive coordinator, short left witch. And he went into the wrong house. He walks right in. And the guy's sitting there, has no clue who he is. He walks in, he, and he says, well, who are you, buddy? What's going on? He says, uh, I'm here looking the, uh, am I in the wrong house? <laughs> so he's been in the wrong house. He's been to a park. So I put up on Twitter. I said, well, he's got a couple turnovers already. He's like our former quarterback. Oh! oh. oh. Dick Vitale with a cheap shot. Jersey like our other quarterback. Jameis Winston. Wow. Does Jameis Winston know you tweeted that? Dick, I would pull yeah. that down, man. I, don't, I wouldn't want him coming after you. Uh, let me tell you this. Jameis, Jameis, somebody should take him, Tony. And, Harry, I'm going to tell you this. Jameis is not a bad kid. He's made some bad mistakes. He's made some... I think he's mature. He's got a baby now. The bottom line is everybody talks about, you know, the turnovers. And he had 30. I mean, there's no excuse for him. 30. But he had 33 touchdown passes and 5,020 yards, and he's only 26 years old. I'm telling you, with a chip on his shoulder now to prove he can play, his biggest problem, he needs somebody to convince him that he's not Superman and that he can throw the ball through people. The other day, I go on live, live up. Instagram, and who the heck's found there? I see the name, just Terrell Owens. So I said, is this the real Terrell Owens on my Instagram now? And he comes back, yes. And he joined me. So he joins me, and we, we, we talked about it. And like he said, the defensive backs are so quick, and Jameis tries to throw the ball through. You have two guys covering the guy. He thinks he can get every pass in there. But I'm telling you, I predict he's going to make it somewhere. He's going to make it. He's got too much ability. No, I agree with you, Dick. And unfortunately for him, you know, and even Cam Newton and these guys are sitting, Joe Flacco, the whole lockdown, the whole shutdown, these guys can't even go out and prove whether they're healthy. They can't go out and, and practice. And if they do practice and put it on video, people are threatening to have them arrested with drones. That's how crazy yeah. it's gotten. It's really crazy out there. And, you know, but the biggest concern for all of us, I know you feel that way as well, all you guys, it's the safety, and we got to really be concerned about the safety and the health of our people. That's going to be the bottom line. I mean, we got to make sure everything's okay before we say we're going to let them play. And I love what the AD said at Ohio State. He said, well, if fans can't come because it's not safe for them, what makes you think it's safe for the players? And then, you know, we can talk about testing them and all that. Who knows? Who knows what can happen? One player gets it, playing football, they have the whole team in trouble. So, you got to be really sure here and safe. I tell you, I mean, if they do college sports, whether it be football or basketball, without fans, to me, it's it's way different than professional sports. You, the the environment is a big part of college sports, right, Dick? Oh, I don't know doubt about it. I mean, it really uh, it's the same thing with baseball. I mean, I can't see. I'm so excited to share about our Rays. I mean, the Rays here, I can see tickets of Rays, Bucks. I mean. Uh, I'm a big sports fanatic, as Tony knows. And my seats are first row next to the dugout. They've been there for 20 years at this year's team. They won 96 last year. And I don't care the Yankees got Jared Cole and they got Stanton. We're going to beat the Yankees this year. This team is improved. They went out and got the guy Renfro at 30 homers last year for the Padres. They went out and got Jose Martinez who could swing the bat. That was, that was the part lacking with them, the long ball. And that have added that to the same team. And they have a healthy three up on the top when you talk about Morton, you talk about Stell, and you talk about the kid Glass now who missed almost all of those three guys can throw, man. And, and I'm telling you, this would be a great raised team. I was on Nesson last night, Boston Station, obviously talking about uh, – 
Gronkowski and Brady coming here. And on the show, I told them, forget your Red Sox, man. There's no chance that they would beat out our Rays this year. Well, Dickie V fired up about those Tampa Bay Rays down there in the Tropicana Field. All right, Dick, the other question always down there in the Tampa Bay area, and you know it, and I've been down there a million times, is are they ever going to get a new stadium? <laughs> are they going to build a stadium for that team? Are they, are they, are they, I know they're talking about half the season in Montreal, half the season in Tampa. Is that going to happen? I thought either you ruined my afternoon, okay? Right. <laughs> I, I, I love you. I have been with you for years. And now you ruined it talking about Montreal. So one thing, Tony, I've said this and I'll say it again. The day comes that they split my tickets are history. 20 years we have spent, I guarantee, I don't know exactly, over a half a million dollars. I mean, it's 25000 a year for tickets and done it for 20 years. So I'm telling you now, that's the minute. There's no way I could root for a team half of the year under one name and then half of the year the other. I think that's the dumbest. That wouldn't be wise financially, probably, because Montreal would welcome with open arms initially getting back a team and people would flock there for that half. But I'm telling you, it would be a disaster from a player standpoint. Two different homes, the kids go to school. What do you guys think? You think that works? I don't know. I mean, it's first of all, we got to get baseball back and sports yeah. back before they even start thinking about that again. That's the biggest problem. Well, I'll tell you this: they better not think about it because I'm telling you, I am furious about that. That is something I can't buy. A split season. You you go half of the year. You you got a home out there, then a home here, and then you. You, 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 who do you root for? I'm rooting for the Montreal uh, Rays. Are you kidding me? The X-Rays. The, it's the Tampa, Ac- Tampa Montreal X-Rays. And I'm going for the Bronx Bombers, <laughs> baby. The pinch truck. <laughs> Dick, I got to ask you. Screw that other stuff. I, I don't want to make you upset. I'll tell you that. I, I didn't want to no make you upset. He's wound up now. I know. I got him upset. He's fired up, Tony. He's fired up. He's going to have to go out and jump in his pool again, Tony. My wife's thinking some rigging Tony Marinaro with some up for the food, and I'm fired up for you telling me about the race splitting a season. It wasn't my idea, Dick. I would never have thought of that. Now, let me ask you one other thing, because I saw earlier this year when Bobby Knight, luckily, before they everything shut down, you got to go back there uh, when he retired, and they brought everybody back. That was good to see, because, you know, all the talk about uh, what he did and the people didn't like him and what he did to the players. I mean, getting to see Bobby Knight back on the floor at Indiana was awesome. It really was. I was at his house two and a half hours the day before, and, you know, it's sad watching somebody that you, you know, you've watched him with that animated way, and right now he's going through a little tough time, but uh, it was great to see the reaction of his players. I mean, they were so excited to see him, and hey, what a turnout they had. That was the first time back in Bloomington in the arena uh, for a basketball game in 20 years. 20 years he got fired. You know, he's, a, he's a kind of strong-minded guy, man. If he makes his mind about something, that's it. And, uh, you know, he, he's been good to me. I've always I've always operated on an agenda. If you're good to me, I'm good to you. You know, it's as simple as can be. I learned that as a kid growing up, uh, and it's something important to me. Hey, guys, I'll tell you what else is important to me, and I need your help, Tony. Raising money for kids battling cancer. Yep. There's nothing dearer to my heart. We've raised $29.5 million thus far. We have an incredible gala every year. This year, it's we moved it. We moved it to September 4th. We're honoring right there from Philly, where he was a writer, Stephen A. Smith. We're honoring Bruce Arians, coach of the Bucks, and Mark Few, the coach of Gonzaga. And then we're giving out John Saunders Courage Awards for guys that battled cancer and have inspired others. We're going to Jim Kelly, the quarterback from down there in Hall of Fame, Buffalo Bills, and the Pat- 
Matt Williams, who did an amazing job with the Orlando Magic and bringing them to Orlando. And then we're giving out a research grant into uh, Mitch Album uh, in quarter of a million dollars in the name of his daughter who lost her life to brain cancer. So it'll be a great, great night. It's going to be September 4th. But if people want more information about that or if they want to join my team, Join my team. I need Tony Brother to join my team. I'll be Tony, on your team money. anytime, Dick. I'll, 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 I'll come off the bench, though. And you make a donation. It goes to the V Foundation, and it's all for kids battling cancer. DickVital.com. That's where you That's go, it. and you get the info. And John Saunders, all every single person that you've mentioned there, I've been honored to know. And, I mean, you know, we would talk about when we lose somebody that we know. John, when John Saunders died, you want to talk about shocking and stunning news stories that you get. I was as shocked as anybody on earth when I when John Oh, totally. Tony, I can remember where I was. I was in my driveway pulling out, and the phone rings, and it's Josh Krulow. It's from ESPN. And he's sick. I got some bad news. And I, oh, my God. It's bad news. So I had just been recently, I was with John. John, John emceed my gala every year. Now we have Kevin Nagandu who does a great job, but John every year was the was the Gala MC come to my house the next day. We'd have a party for all the celebrities. Uh, if you want to come, Tony, I'll invite you certainly as one of my celebs to come on down. But the bottom line is I was so stunned. I began crying right in the car. My wife said, well, she comes out. What's going on? She said, I can't believe this. John Sons has collapsed this morning in his house and lost his life to a heart. I think it's a heart situation. And... Uh, just, just, he's such a beautiful guy, man. Yeah. He loved kids, loved people. So we, you know, we give it the gala every year now, the John Saunders Courage Award, and certainly Jim Kelly, man. You, you talk about inspiration and battling cancer. You know, today I'll give you an example. This thing has become so important. I mean, I've spoken at several funerals for kids, and I'll tell you, I'm obsessed with it because no child should have to suffer. Today, Tony. Today, Harry. Just think about this. Think of a tough day, people. 43 to 45 people today will go home and hear four words from a doctor no mom and dad wants to hear. Your child has cancer. Jay Wright's been with me. Jay Wright introduced me to the gala once. We honored Jay Wright at one, and he's been to the gala. We sell out 900 people, charge 1000 a person, corporations buy it. That's how we get our money, and we've raised $29 million thus far. Wow. It's, well, I know, Dick, going back to when, when we were at ESPN and Jimmy Valdano was still alive and I had a chance to interview him in that little box there at ESPN Radio yeah. before yeah. The, 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 the most famous SP award show of all time, the Don't Give Up, Don't Ever oh, yeah. Give Up speech. Incredible. Yeah, that was incredible. That speech goes down in history, and I was just mesmerized by the speech because a lot of people don't know. I've shared it now with people, but the night before, if you were to talk to them like I did, he was so sick and so that I could barely echo a word when I called his house to say, hey, because I went to the rehearsal with Thaisman, and when I went to the rehearsal, the two of us, I had no idea it was going to be that big of a deal. Oh, my God. The video displays, all this. Uh, they're going to have Dustin Hoffman introduce me after he talks about Arthur Ashe. So I called Jimmy's house, and I knew how sick he's been, and I called the house, and his wife said, no, I'll see if I can get him on the phone. So he comes on the phone. This is how he talks. Hey, Dick. What's going on? Jimmy, come on. you got to get fired up, man. Tomorrow's going to be dick. You think I'm, think I'm worried about trophies and awards? Dick, I'm not going to see my daughter. I'm not going to see her go down the aisle. I'm not going to see her. I mean, things like that he was talking about. And I'm saying, so you got to come now. Don't even think about it. you got to come. And Mike Krzyzewski, Mike, 
made it happen. If people go to my Facebook, we have a thing on there that they put out now. The V-Fund should put it out. It's called a letter. And it's a letter from Mike and I writing a letter to Jimmy B about what transpired the night before. And it's, it's amazing. Uh, Mike's on a, motorboat, on a plane with him. The next day, flying up to New York, he's got a back. I'm throwing up all over the, the plane. He's in a, a wheelchair. When he comes into the arena that night, uh, was that in Radio City? Uh, mm-hmm. No, I don't, it was Radio City. It might have been Madison No, it was Radio City, Dick. Point. Definitely Radio uh, City. It was Radio City? Yeah. Uh, I, I was wondering, too. I don't remember. But the bottom line is, He's sitting there in a wheelchair, so I grab one of the people behind the scenes and try to tell him, just bring him, bring him the microphone, don't let him get up on that stage. So he sees that and he calls me over and he says, just get me on that stage. You don't think I came here to just sit here and put a mic and say thank you. So we, in this piece that we do, Mike and I, we have written it with, with a black magic marker on our arms. It says... Just get me on that stage, because those were his words. From that, we got him on that stage. I was stunned. I stood next to him while he's giving his speech, thinking he's gonna just say thank you and sit down and bring him. We carried him basically to the stage. Then he, I stood 20 minutes. I would have never stood there. I would have sat down. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there like I can't be the guy I talked to. And then the shocker was 12 hours later. So he left. Maybe he spoke. I don't know. He had done about. 10 o'clock maybe, I don't know what time it was. Left early in the morning, went back to uh, Carolina. I came home I came home that day, and when I came home, my answering machine was filled with messages. People, you know, give Jimmy my best. Jimmy was great last night. So I called his house, and his wife said, Dick, I can't get him on a phone. He's in his room, crying hysterically. He's punching the walls. He's carrying on. He's being... I said, you've got to get him on a phone. I don't know. She said he only spoke to one person. He's got hundreds of calls. He spoke to the president of the United States called to throw the speech the whole bit. So I, I said, well, I don't care. I'm not the president, but he better get on the phone. So he got on the phone. And my last conversation ever with Jimmy V, Jimmy, come on, man. You said, don't give up. You can't. Dick, Dick. You, you, but I whispered. This guy that was electric. Dick, Dick, it's over, man. Please. No more pep talks. It's over. Don't forget me, man. And be good to my family, man. I mean, I'm crying. He's crying on the phone. Just, uh, oh, just terrible. But you know what? What a legacy. We have raised now the V Foundation. I'm proud to be a member of the board. $250 million for every kind of cancer, from lung cancer to breast cancer to colon cancer, has been raised by people donating to the V Foundation. Jimmy's name. Think of that for a legacy, man. Think about that for a legacy. I remember well. It was 1993, the year after I went up to ESPN, and that was the first SB Awards show up there, and it was an unbelievable night, Dick. Dick, I want to thank you so much for giving us some time today and sharing these great stories. And, again, DickVitale.com. I'm going to come down there September 4th. That'll be before Dick, the football down, season. You're welcome. Just call me. And we'll, I'll, I'll be on the invited list. No question. Beautiful. Come on down with your wife or whatever, and come on down. Beautiful. Hey, uh, the bottom line is, Really, people, if you want to donate, you're listening to the show wherever you are. You may be helping some of your love. So any kind of donation. If you can't donate, I understand. People go through financial tough times. But if you can, really, it will help. My goal this year is $5 million by September 4th. 
So I need help. So I'm asking you to join my team. Any donation will be certainly appreciated. Dick Vitale, you're you're one of the you're the best to me. I mean, when it comes to college basketball. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's been fun. And a good person too. And you've always been good to me. It, but I'm still a writer. So where do you get that energy, man? You're acting like you're 12, 14 years old. To me, that's the greatest compliment. I mean, my wife called. You know, my wife said to me the other day. She said, "I swear to God, I put it on Twitter. I want to put that on Twitter. No, I said, I'll put it on." My wife called me a basketball wacko that I watched the Jordan thing for the second time. Last <laughs> day after watching the, the original one, on Sunday, Monday afternoon. So, 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 can you saw that last night for two hours? I just want to see it again. You <laughs> called me a basketball wacko. Well, I mean, yeah, your wife can do that. I, I can. watched it twice. Hey, she's called me a hell of a lot worse than that. So <laughs> well, Dick, enjoy the time with your family down there. Stay healthy, my friend, and always great to talk to you. Thanks for coming on, man. Oh, Tony, anytime you call me, anytime, Faison, I'm going to have a little tonight. Ring it, Tony, thinking about you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dick. There he is, the great Dick Vitale. Let's give him a roaring round of applause, guys. Yeah. Quite a story with uh, the Valvano, yeah. huh? Oh, man, I was yeah. tearing up. I was there. Yeah. Crazy. No, it was good, though. Now he's making me hungry. I need some pasta. We're coming right back. Robin, put the water on. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What a story. I got to enter. Amazing story. Jim, because we had a little box at ESPN Radio, and we were only on the air. That was the first year we were on. So mm -hmm. it was 93 before the ESPYs. And he, come, he would come into the studio, and we would interview him. And then I had to take him in the box to do a separate interview leading up to that ESPY award show. And he stood there next to me, and he was, he was really pretty upbeat. Uh -huh. I wish I had that interview on tape. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last interview he had ever done. Jim from Deltonham, are you listening? <laughs> I don't know if he had that. That was the very last interview he had ever done on radio. Wow. Was on, on ESPN radio. What kind of cancer did he have? <sighs> I don't remember specifically. Um, you can look it up. Now. I know. I'm looking. Whatever it was, it metastasized yeah, all yeah. over. It was oh, all yeah. over. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Does it say what kind of cancer he had? What's Bruno Smoothie, I've uh, been uh, giving you a hard time. Huh? What's with uh, Bobby Knight? What's his deal? What's his ailment? Like, what is... I don't know what his ailment is, but you can see he's... Yeah, he, he is. Yeah. Terminal bone cancer. Oh, okay. Wow. Jimmy V? Yeah. 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 Well, no, it's Bobby Knight's. Oh. Why are you looking at about somewhere between eight or nine when we get back? Okay. Maybe nine or a little... Maybe um, nine. Bobby Knight. Hmm. People are saying that he's not well, but I'm not seeing anything in here anywhere saying what he has. Dementia? I don't know. Um, I think so because yeah, they're that's saying what, that's what I thought. They're they're not saying it, but they're saying he's not well, and yeah. when your brain doesn't. Mm -hmm. So. They're kind of skirting around the issue, but that's what it sounds like. <clears throat> Look at Dean. 
<laughs> what did he write? Philly hacks or national guests like Dickie V. Greats huh. like Dickie V. How's that not a good interview? How's that not a good guest? I, don't know. I couldn't care less. I just think it's Who wrote, Dean wrote something negative? Yeah. Oh, yeah. More importantly, do you see what Senior 20 Deep said? Who? <laughs> Senior 20 Deep. That's, that's important. You need to really pay attention to that. What about the Don Fisher? The uh, No, about moi. Did he rip you? No, he actually is loving me. Oh, okay. Robin, Robin Burst. Oh, so, yeah, it is. It is a. She oh, is yeah. a goddamn saint. Oh, is that's recorded. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, he is an amazingly energetic guy. It's amazing. I've never seen Dick Vitale, other than when he's talking about his cancer causes and stuff. Right, right, right. right. I, mean, but, I mean, the guy's 80 passionate. years old. He's passionate about it. Amazing. But how many 80-year-olds you know are that fired up all no, the time? No, I mean, it's amazing how much money he raised, too. Yeah. <sighs> Absolutely phenomenal. It's almost a million a pop. 80 years old. Born in Passaic. Passaic, New Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. You know, when I get to talk to friends like Dickie V, who I've known for a long, long time, had the pleasure and honor of working with and Jimmy Valvano at the same time back at ESPN, and his brother Bobby Valvano, who's a radio legend down there in Louisville, Kentucky. Is that where Bobby he is? Bobby V, yeah, Bobby okay. V. He did, did national, too. Yeah, he worked yeah. With us at ESPN. Yeah. And he's done national radio, and he's another great guy and a guy who knows his basketball as well, Bobby Valvano, down there in Louisville. I've been very fortunate in my life to be around these people and still count them as friends. And Jim's one of the you – know, Dickie V is one of those guys. That, there's nothing phony about him. You know I mean? No. The act on TV, you know, you know P.T. Pierre. That was, but that's his energy. No, he's like that, I think, yeah. like in yeah, his backyard. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he so a lot of people mock older people. But imagine being that into it at 80. Yeah. Loving. Passionate. Loving yes. life yeah. and his family. I mean, he's just. He's just passionate about And the people that mock this guy and mock old people, it's just, that bothers me. Now, he invited you to the gala, which yes. is September the 4th. Now, there, think of the Philadelphia connections with this gala. I don't want to say that because then the people on Twitch will think that, by the way, Dick's not from Philly. He's I don't from care. New Jersey. I don't care. Okay. Stephen A. worked here for many, I, I many know, years. And a good friend basketball. that I've known forever. Bruce Arians. Who's going to be on the show, the show. next week. Uh, obviously, with a Philadelphia connect. Pat Williams. That's right. With the Sixers. Who was a Sixer GM and then, yeah. of course, went to Orlando and was there with the drafted Shaq and Penny Hardaway back-to-back -back years. Now, you have Mark Few from Gonzaga, Jim Kelly. But then it's hosted now by Nagandi, who's a Philly guy and Temple. a Temple guy. What's I think up you with the Philly go. people? I think you got to oh, go. I'd love to go. Will we be allowed to go in September? September 4th. Down to Tampa? Absolutely. I'm going. Screw it. Yes. Anybody tries to put a drone <laughs> over me, anybody tries to yeah. stop, I'll drive down there if I have to. Well, yeah. If I've driven air... down there nonstop. Oh, yeah. About driven... 17 hours, Yeah, absolutely. Hours. I've driven there many, many yeah. times, too. My mom's not far. I, we used to go down and back in one shot. First, we got to buy like a 250-gallon container or for a gas. gas tank. Put it on wheels, and then we'll tow that down behind us. Yeah, that's a tractor trailer with a gas tank. How about no, not that big. That's not no. That's thousands of gallons. I only need two hundred fifty gallons. How about if we actually create our own little self isolation? We we get an RV. Yeah. We're not going to need to isolate in September. No, right? no, we'll be all so. good. Well, we'll be God, good. I go. hope not. We get we get an RV. But an RV would be a good time. Yes. An Airstream. Yeah. Anything Airstream? No, no, no. No motorhome. 
Yeah, motorhome, motor home, yeah. the slide outs. The slide outs, yeah. the push outs, the bump outs, whatever they call them now. Double wide. You know wrapped, what I'm saying? Wrapped in the Tony Bruno Show logo. Yeah. Have all like the disco lights yeah. and the glitter and all the other stuff. I love The awning it. that comes out and then the big TV on the side. Absolutely. Right? And we've yeah. got the grill. We'll slide out the grill. Now, what, what's the, dr the grill called? Blackstone. That's oh, no, Blackstone's no. the flat one. Traeger. Traeger. They use pellets, you know. They don't use charcoal. Okay. No, but the Blackstone, I think, is perfect for us because yeah, of our griddle. keto. It's, it's, it's a griddle. So nothing falls burgers. through the cracks. You're going to still be doing keto oh, in September? Oh, hell yeah. We're hell doing no. great. I'll be a lean, mean, sports talk it radio machine. Maybe By we then, don't have baby. to do keto 24-7, but we're still – this is this is a lifestyle change, mister, because we're not going back to what we Damn got right. to. No, no. After I'm done keto, when I get down to my – Your weight, optimal, your fighting weight. My fighting weight, <laughs> my sexy weight, right. all those weights, I'll be down there, baby. But then once you get down there, are you off the keto? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to go, like, gain 50 pounds back because right. I'm not one of those guys who yo-yos. Right. You know, there's a lot of people who lose a lot of weight, then they gain it back. Yeah. I just gained this because I was shut down and had multiple surgeries over a course of months. Right. When you're in bed all the time and you can't move. You know what I'm saying? Jeez. Are we going to take another crack at the uh, Jeopardy audio? or, or is no. that That's, that's it. Gone. Shut it down. No. Um, it's it's done. It down. That's it. We're oh, shutting it down. What about the fan? We, we have an update on oh. the fan. Yes, we need to finalize yeah. the fan poll. Let me get back to the poll. Now, is I there going to be controversy? Because anytime there's, even in the sports polls, mm -hmm. you know, so-and-so is the best player. Right. Or you're Mount Rushmore. There's always debates on any list or any poll that comes out, right? No one ever can agree. No. You know what? That's a perfect poll. Every single thing that you put there, I totally agree with. Mm -hmm. Said no one ever. ever. Right? Right. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether it's sports, music, sex, anything that you put down and ask people to vote for, mm -hmm. there's going to be disagreement, which is why... Radio exists, especially talk radio, and especially sports talk radio, with no sports to talk about. Exactly. Uh, you do, follow me do now? You, do you have it, Robin? Or? I do. Okay. Um, we are Bruno's big-ass fan is still <laughs> in the major lead, in the big-ass lead Although, at 40.1%. Yeah, now did fan Antonio drop? Because he's 27.5%, but big-ass Bruno fan, Bruno's big-ass fan, or better known as BBAF, right. is at 40.1%. Yeah. And uh, the uh, fan Antonio is 27.5 right now. This still says four hours left. Fan however, Antonio is losing however, steam. However, we could sort of handle this like they do in horse racing, where depending on the weight of the um, jockey, mm -hmm. that they put extra weights on others and stuff. So... AJ in San Antonio, he could be like that jockey that's real light. He needs to have some extra weight added to him. Robin, don't be making this more complicated. Well, I'm just trying to think of the, you know. Sounds like Robin's leaning towards Fan Antonio. I well, just... because he's a friend of the show. Mm -hmm. You know what? How about we do this? They're going to be the two winners. We're going to give Mike Noobs. Mm -hmm. And AJ in San Antonio. Oh, no. Oh, See, look at, look what do you mean, no? Well, AJ in San Antonio has, has, pr pr has pr provided all the equipment in this studio, except for the board. No, we're not going to pick one. <laughs> we just started with the T-shirts. I'm going to make the final call, even if I have to pay for it out of my own pocket, which most, most cases I do. It's the least I can do for AJ in San Antonio. Yeah. And the other great – now, I know people is like Fanny, uh, Fanny Ozark – my buddy Joe Corrado put that out there, but that's too local. You know, yeah. Danny, Danny Ozark, Ozark, the manager. The yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it can't be a local. That would thing. piss Dean off. 
He can't stand anything Philly. I know he can't. Yeah. That's because he's a Boston honk, and then he's a Tampa Bay honk. So he, like, he has both teams. Right. Now, now that, see, Brady's down in Tampa, right. so now he's a big Buccaneer sure, fan. Sure, sure. Right? He's an a la carte fraud. He is. He's one of those, yeah. sh- he's one of those guys, oh, I'm going to live here now, so I'm going to root for that team. Mm-hmm. But when the other team that I grew up rooting for is in town, He's like the fans who vote. He's like the fan that you see that has, I'm a Laker fan, I'm a Cowboy fan, I'm a Notre Dame fan. You know, they pick and choose four glamour teams, and then they, and again, you can do whatever you want. I'm not telling you you can't do it. But when you, when you see that kind of a fan, yeah. you know they're not really a fan. It tells you a lot about the character. Exactly right. Yeah. And it's not my style to do that. 90% of the precincts are reporting, Harry. Oh, yeah? Now, according, so to, according to sources. So you're going to call it. I'm going to call it right yeah. now. You're going to call it? I'm going to call I'm going to go CBS. <laughs> CBS News is now reporting. We can project at this hour where there's only a minute and something left in the show. I don't want to drag this into another day because we got to have draft picks to talk about right tomorrow. Now. Yes. we got the draft coming up. End rounds two we and three. We can't be doing scoop holes on draft day. We we'll have, have to mock up- round two and three. We have an update on guests as well tomorrow. The fabulous Ron Jaworski Jaws, Jaws in the coming John. And, tomorrow. of course, Dan Patrick himself yes. will be on the show tomorrow. A great So I'm going to call it right now. Call off the jam as they used to do in uh, Roller Derby. In Roller Derby. Yeah. yeah, we're going to call off the jam. Give them five warrior points right there. <laughs> uh, we got to have two winners. How's that? Oh. Joe Krause doesn't like that. Joe Krause is apoplectic not... with yes, two winners. Yes, he is. <laughs> you, look at, you don't look even at have, him shaking his head. You don't head. even have to be present to win for this contest. No, We're not going to do this all the time, I'm by the sorry, way. Tony. You can't have two winners. You can't have something be, have two names. Yeah, we can. No. I, I have to agree with, with you can't have two names. It has to be one or the other. See, as I told you, whenever there's a poll See, or a survey. I'm, I'm going never... to call the damn fan, Fan Patrick, anyway. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want. You can call it Ray J. You can call it AJ. He doesn't have to call me Ray. Anyway, we'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. Just be careful out there because we're not all in this stay together. Stay home and stay safe. Stay home and stay safe and self-deprecate and self-emulate uh, and self-molly uh, and whatever else you want to do Because remember, we're all in this together. No, we're not. That's BS. Except on this show. Everybody who listens and watches on Twitch and listens on SiriusXM, we are, in fact, all this. We're our only army. We are an army not of one. We all we got, we all we we need. need. We ready, (laughs) we ready, we ready. It's Krause's favorite song. (laughs) I know it is. We'll play that tomorrow. Yeah. And we'll have draft picks to talk about. And grades tomorrow. Draft grades in the first round are always an important part. We want to thank Dick Vitale, Philly Godfather, John McMullen, and everybody else for checking in today. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Be careful out there. Stay safe. You don't need me to tell you that. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. Huge Friday extravaganza. Joe C., Joe Krause, the interns, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) Dan Patrick Radio on Sirius XM. Ah, Tony Bruno, say goodbye to all your Twitch fans. And, yes, tomorrow we have scheduled Ron Jaworski and the fabulous Dan Patrick. Um, So tune in tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern.
another video where he walks in and there's Klieg lights and it's sponsored by Gillette. So Gillette took care of him. And, uh, and uh, what's his name got the Buffalo Wild Wings? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, the number one draft pick gets Buffalo Wild Wings yeah. and a guy who may not even go in the first round gets Gillette. Yeah. Um, by the way, there's one of those big, win uh, those big Winnebago's or whatever you were just talking about. Yeah. That you can bid, you can bid on, on uh, Fanatics. Uh, oh really? Yeah. Dude. All decked out. I forget who's I forget who's. It comes with a Rolex. I forget who's who has it up there. Did you see that that tweet? Which one? Bruno Smoothie. About in, in Cross and Broad, they're saying you're living off of quote special guests. Well, you guys don't have that many, says. I said, well, living off guests, there are no sports. Would you rather take, make a list and take phone calls? And he goes, it's not me. It's the whiners on Crossing Broad. Oh, yeah. I couldn't give a rat's ass. You know who the whiners on Crossing Broad are?